Welcome back to episode 23 of Rouge One. The This is pretty much just going to be Endgame and Game of Thrones spoilers. Uh, I am Kevin Yost of the Night's Watch. I am Survivor from Winter Battle of Winterfell, Ben Rogers. I'm the only person who adjusted their uh, video settings before watching the episode, so it actually wasn't <laughs> fucking dark for me, Matt Gould. <laughs> And uh, before the podcast, we talked to Sud and discovered he had the wrong opinions about these things. And so he has been replaced with our good friend, Brian Fisher, whose opinions we have not vetted yet. Uh, Team Cersei all the way. (laughs) Well, we fucked up. Yeah, we should have doubled back. (laughs) Team Mountain. Uh, (laughs) Do you guys even want to talk about anything you've done this week or do you want to just get right into it? I played Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Did you bunch yeah. punch a bunch of people in the balls as I, Johnny Cage? I yes. Nut punch, yes. You know, it's it's like the old ones. The story's great. I find it easier than Street Fighter. <laughs> but uh harder than Dragon Ball Fighters. So I found I think I found a good in between besides trying to hurt myself trying to learn Street Fighter. Can you still get the guy to go whoopsies? Yes. Or does that not the happen whoops, anymore? No, the whoopsie guy is there. Is it the same little horrible graphic from 1993? Yes, it is. <laughs> the awesome. picture of the dude in yeah. like sepia tone? Yeah. yeah the, the dude who was one of the developers? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you still get the whoopsie. You know, fatalities. I, don't, I mean, everyone knows what Mortal Kombat is. It's just more of the same, and it's good. I watched I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. Uh, it's a new show with Tim Robinson, who I had not heard of. He is some comedy guy. It's a sketch show. It's Oh, okay. Um, it's really funny, and it takes no time to watch. It is six episodes. The longest one is still not 18 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I hear it's yeah. fire through this. Yeah, I mean, uh, at one point Kara described it as if, like, you took a funny tweet idea that you had, and instead of tweeting it, you just made, like, a two-minute sketch out of it. Oh, okay, cool. Fantastic. I can digest that. (laughs) I like sketch shows. Yeah, I super recommend it. Just to drop in and drop out. Kids in the hall. It's produced by Andy Sandberg, some other people. Nice. It says starring Andy Samberg. He's in one sketch in one episode, so that feels like a stretch. He <laughs> gets second billing to Tim Robinson, so at least he's got that going on. Okay. Nice. nice. Cool. Well, uh, I beat Red Dead Redemption Two completely. <gasps> nice. Like I beat the uh, epilogue. Did you cry? No, I mean it's not really like a crying kind of thing <laughs> you just have to shoot your dog it's not anything you cry <laughs> just, about <laughs> what matt, dog matt, matt just matt just put his foot up on a on a stump looked out into the sunset <laughs> smoked a cigarette single tear rolled down his cheek <laughs> um there's nothing to be said that 
you know, we already haven't said about Red Dead Redemption on this pod, sort of, especially since, uh, no, not every, we can't spoil it or anything, so. We're already spoiling too much. It's good. <laughs> Play it. It has an epilogue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Will do. Play that shit. <laughs> Brian, you got any quickie news? Um, yeah, I live a very boring life, and I watched a really terrible movie that came out in 2005 and called Thumbsucker. I, I love like, that oh, movie. Like, well, you're right. <laughs> it wasn't good. It's I, not uh, necessarily supposed to be good, so. Okay, hey. well, if that's what they were going for, they nailed it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I know for a fact this isn't the first time you've watched Thumbsucker, so what's going on there? What do you mean? When did I watch Thumbsucker? Oh, fucking when I, I was, was living in the house with Sud and Matt and Parker, and you and Sud went out to get Hellboy, and came back with Thumbsucker. This is a Sud. This is a Sud decision. <laughs> insisted. Oh, I don't remember that at all. You don't remember did Sud, this. Did Sud call this a perfect movie? I used to do a lot of drugs. <laughs> let's be real. He didn't call it a perfect movie. The two of you tried a very hard to gaslight me and convince me that the movie was in fact Hellboy. Kevin. <laughs> sounds like something Sun I would do. <laughs> I mean, it was the laziest gaslighting ever because you were just holding a movie case that said Thumbsucker on it and was like, what are you talking about? This is Hellboy. Okay, I guess I've seen the outside cover of it. Yeah. Did we watch it that night? Yeah, you have no proof that he watched it. You just have proof am... that he rented it. <laughs> I, I would not put it past Sunday to spend the whatever dollars just to come up with a terrible joke. <laughs> All right, well, I'm glad that the movie wasn't even worth <laughs> getting yes. me over. Years later, the joke was on me. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I have a fucking... I watched... Uh, Game of Thrones episode three, season no eight, way. episode three, twice, uh, so wow. that I could kind of jot down an outline of the episode to have like a barely... structured conversation about it. Okay, well, I couldn't structured. even. This is like the. Are we like getting into it like right away? Yeah. So from this point forward, if you don't want Game of Thrones spoilers and Endgame, because uh, we don't yeah. know, if, we don't know when. It's going to change over. Snape kills Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And honestly, what the... Like... Kaiser So Say got everything from the names in the room. What the fuck are you (laughs) doing with yourself if you haven't watched either of the two? Like, you're you're a casual and you're probably doing... You're not contributing to the (laughs) $1.2 billion. All right. uh, So, the scene opens up and we have, like, a... So I, right away, fucking, I really, really disliked this episode. Right away? Been, Jesus. Not, I so, thought the opening was really, really, really good. That, it was like a tracking confusing. shot with Sam. And I feel like for the context of this conversation, I am getting it out of the way that I dislike this episode. I didn't dislike it right away. I am just letting everyone know he that I have been, the episode I have been the angry time. for 24 hours. Ooh, I'm excited for these spicy hot takes. <laughs> Can't you already see the steam coming out of his ears? So, um, yeah, the opening like shots are really good as everybody kind of gets to their positions. 
Uh, you know, Sam's Theon, hands were shaking. Yeah, Theon Bran head to the Godswood. Uh, <laughs> Tyrion, Varys, and those like the civvies head to the ultra safe crypts. Uh, <laughs> real quick, real quick though, can we talk about? Who the fuck are those Iron Island soldiers that went with Theon? Like, I get Theon wanting to go to Winterfell, but can you imagine, like, the other guys he had to drag along there? Like, <laughs> hey, guys, um, I was adopted by this family that you fucking hate because you lost a war to them, but we definitely need to go and defend their ancestral home because these zombies you've never seen or heard of are totally there. <laughs> well, we were following yeah, they, Yara. They also and just kind of guy... skipped over that because Theon <laughs> told his sister, like, hey, I want to go there. And she was like, okay. And then he shows up and is alone. And then in this episode, he just suddenly has a bunch of Ironborn with him. Yeah. Okay, so like, I assume that he had to sail to, to, uh, what's the nearest like harbor to, what is it called? White Harbor or whatever. Yeah. And then he probably had like a bunch of people on the boat because you can't just like sail a huge fucking boat by yourself. So, like, it's probably those dudes. <laughs> and, and, like, honestly, like, they don't have any... I mean, they're fucking Iron War. They don't give... They're just, like... There were plenty... There was more bodies to die. Well, in the, in the fanfic I'm writing right now, it's the dudes <laughs> that kicked him in the nuts repeatedly, and they're like, I'm following that guy. And then Sonic shows up pregnant. <laughs> Every one of my fanfics ends that same way, yes. Uh, but so we get everybody kind of in their positions... And uh, Melisandre shows up. And out of does, fucking nowhere. Yeah, out of like, nowhere. She seems to have come from the same direction that like uh, the battle was. She, yeah, so she like, very specifically she comes like, from the direction everyone is facing. Where facing was she like slowly like on her horse, just like that much ahead of the Night King? Yeah. Like, Apparently. They're just walking. <laughs> uh, but so she... Goes ahead, has all the Dothraki raise their swords up, and sets them all on fire. Sweet fire uh, buff. Yeah, yeah which it was runs into cool our, our first major issue, <laughs> which well, is the scene of like all the swords lighting on fire is super cool, but it is very clear that their weapons are not uh, dragon glass. They are not made <laughs> out of obsidian. <laughs> They're clearly not Valerian steel. So before Melisandre showed up, what was the fucking plan? Stomp well, them. These are the same whites, plan right? that, yeah. was, like, that happened. If if you have a white, they can be killed by anything. By fire. It's only the White Walker that needs well, dragon glass. They can't necessarily. They steel. can. Their bodies can be like obliterated. Yeah, to the point that they have nothing left but if you chop it in half you just have a a torso that is still trying to kill people and legs that are still trying to kill people but from the Dothraki point of view wait wait do the legs also instinctively want to kill I mean they could be just (laughs) kicking about you know super angry feet (laughs) just kicking about (laughs) give me that shin I'm taking you down I mean, that's all it would take. Like, ah, fuck. Some, some legs took me out. Yeah, so I mean, say this up front, like, I think this was, I enjoyed this episode, but there yeah. are a lot of things that make no sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's, like, to be con- accepted with the show, where... We're all they- historical military experts, first of all. Let's get that out of the <laughs> Just way. Just to be clear. But, like, if you chop somebody in half, and you're on, you're the Dothraki on the horseback, 
what do you care? Like, they're going to be stomping around. The, your horses will do the rest. Okay, yeah, but they I mean, know roughly the size of the army and how, like, that's just not going to cut it. Maybe think... they tried. Maybe the Jizraki are like, no, we're the front line. Like, no, you'll get killed. Like, we don't, we're Jizraki. <laughs> yeah, like, I think the real criticism is why did they just go off on their own? Yeah, no like, one told them no to sense. charge. Like, that's, a, that's like a meme. <laughs> like, nobody... <laughs> And then the Dothraki are like, we got fire weapons, let's go. Yeah. Like, nobody <laughs> we're, told them We're to broken. <laughs> we're OP. Like, they got overhyped, and they were just like, this is some cool-ass shit. We've <laughs> never been on a boat before. Magic! <laughs> We've never seen magic before. We got flaming swords. Well, yeah, we, that we got is this. a minor thing, and perhaps just speaks to how far they've come, that a witch set all of their swords on fire, and they were just cool with it. Which is not the Dothraki reaction to magic we have seen in the past. Yeah, all yeah, of the other magic has been water. blood magic. But along with the Dothraki horde, Ghost goes. And then we don't see him at all in the biggest yeah, fucking ghost. Yeah. He's confirmed alive. I know he's confirmed alive, but like... I didn't see the previews, leave him, so I got Leave spoiled. him with fucking John. Yeah. Or like, Why have is him do just... literally anything on camera. Yeah, the like, ghost uh, is nowhere near any Starks. He is in the vanguard. No, see what? So what happens is Ghost just kept on running. <laughs> he's, he's just like I'm gone. <laughs> he just like he saw the, the first fires way. go off and he just veered to the left and <laughs> he <Yeah>. disappeared. <laughs> yeah. They think I'm helping, but I'm not. I, good thing I blend in with everything else. Yeah. I also like Danny just watching all the lights go out and be like, I have a dragon that could fuck all of them up, <laughs> but I'm just going to chill out. Yeah. I didn't like dealing with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, because what, 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 seeing the lights go out is what pressured her to f- a first break formation because yeah, John was they like, were gonna wait. you know, we have to fucking sit here. And she's like, no, all my people just fucking died. I'm going to go fuck these people up. <laughs> but like after they're dead though not yeah. as they're dying well, it, yeah. dragon well, once established. all they can of make the it lights dragonstone to way north of the wall in negative three seconds <laughs> so she can't get across the battlefield to save them as some of the lights go out they were worried I, I that just the remember night king was gonna that. take the other dragons i remember watching that just being like yeah they're fucked like everybody's literally <laughs> fucked yeah also no like nothing on the field to try and give them any indication like any sight no, like, fires anywhere to have any idea where the enemy army is. And Jorah just oh, comes back do... like, that didn't go so well. <laughs> Jorah, I was really hoping Jorah was going to be a white. Like, yeah, they brought, I... they'd send him back as a zombie. That would have been cool. Es- that yeah, would have been dope. Especially knowing that they were going to kill him this episode anyway, like, jumping forward a little. Whatever, that, I really liked his that death. That would have been the way to do it. <laughs> would have been to have him, like, you know, kind of slumped over on his horse, looks up, like, blue eyes. That would have been a fucking heart punch to set the tone for the episode right away. I did like his death, though, honestly. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Kevin obviously so, did not. <laughs> uh, so uh, Melisandre like, uh, goes ahead and saunters inside, and Davos immediately... She really does just kind of saunter in. Yeah. Davos immediately is like, yo, what's going on? Remember how I said I was going to kill you? And she's just like, don't even worry about it. I'll, I'll be dead before morning. She's, it's not even worth it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he kind of figured that as well. He's like, I'm not even going to. Like, we're all <laughs> yeah. going to die. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the Dothraki do their big charge. The All of their siege weaponry, from what I can tell, fires one time. That was such is, a cool shot. <laughs> yeah, it's a very cool shot with them running across the field with their swords on yeah. fire and the shots arcing through. But yeah, then after, oh, <laughs> after yeah. the single volley... They tell them Cease to hold fire. their fire. <laughs> then once all of the Dothraki are dead, they just never take up firing again. And now see. all of their siege weapons are in front of all of their troops. <laughs> They're on the, the front lines. The scene well, of... What would you have them do? Put them back in the ca- in the castle and just be firing them indiscriminately while the front lines are being fought? I mean, I, I am not That's a medieval bullshit. strategist. I, I feel like there is a better place knowledge. to put siege weapons than the front line. But, but I like assume the they have knowledge to know trajectory. The thing about siege weapons is they're designed for, you guessed it, sieges. <laughs> this was not a siege. They were the party defending the castle, not attacking the castle. Sure, but they're still lobbing giant balls of fire into groups of incredibly flammable enemies. Absolutely. And it's like, if that's how useless they are, then why have them out at all? You get one. For the one volley. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I think there's a lot more quibbles to have with this than the siege engines. Like the trebuchet, sure, or catapult, whatever. They, I think they're a catapult. I can't. I'm honest. They have both. They have difference. trebuchets and catapults. Just Don't to set the record straight, games. they have both. Okay. Uh, well, I get it. Like, you know, reloading one of those things is a pain in the ass, and you're also terrified out of your mind. Like that's what Brian does as a job. <laughs> Nothing but trebuchets all day. <laughs> It's a back, uh, back-breaking day in the trebuchet mines. <laughs> but so, Dothraki get wiped out, and at this point, yes, once every single Dothraki is absolutely dead, Danny's like, I should help out on my dragon. But she doesn't um, even show up until, like, everybody else is in the thick of it. Yeah, so the zombies, like, the zombie swarm hits, like, the Gosh, main I, I will say the, the the way that they chose to, like, represent that, uh, it was ridiculous and like kind of scary. Yeah, this is some like World just War Z and flash, yeah. <laughs> type like zombies, just like floods. But like in the pitch darkness, like you only yeah, see yeah. like the first Torch layer of light. it, but like you just know that like it just goes on. Yeah. Like it's like it goes on for like miles probably. <laughs> uh, but so right away we see Brienne get tackled to the ground and swarmed by enemies. Uh, she's but cool. It's, she's yeah, good. saved by Jamie. She's fine. Yeah. Uh, Jamie one-handed, no problem. They got a lot of armor though. Like not not just like armor, but like not plot armor, but like they got like real <laughs> armor. Yeah. Which is more to say than probably like all the wildling whites which are just covered in fur. <laughs> or the regular people who are just like, "Hey, this cloth will protect me from All the ones this that are knife. just like literal skeleton zombies yeah. uh but so you're just getting gummed all over your yeah neck. as as the zombies in uh front line begin to clash danny and john start doing their flybys which like surprisingly took me off guard when i first watched it because like it almost looked like a giant fire wheel to me like i didn't register it as dragon breath <laughs> i thought like some giant thing was rolling through <laughs> The Wheel army in the sky keeps on turning. <laughs> <Fucking> I- <laughs> uh, but so John does like two flybys, and then is like, "I've helped enough. I'm going to go find and kill 
the Night King. John's pretty um, terrible on the dragon. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he's just like fucks everything up. Yeah, like he runs is he in. Supposed to be good at it immediately. No, he's not. But like, it just is like. I, I just remember realizing, like, why when I was watching he, it, I'm just like, Why did they he's... need a rider? Yeah, why couldn't he j- it just... Why did a dragon who's been used to flying for years get someone who's never ridden on a dragon for, like, okay, you want to dive into the ground? This seems smart. He's <laughs> yeah. like, the dragon's like, hey, there's some trees here. Don't you see the trees? Hey, man, why are you flying me yeah. into the trees, man? I mean, I guess I'll go into them because you're <laughs> controlling me that way. <laughs> I'm just a dragon. (laughs) Why? But so after specifically telling Danny, like, hey, we shouldn't go out there. We're waiting for the Night King. And she was like, no, I'm going to go save everyone. He was just like, I'm not going to wait for the Night King. I'm going to go find him. And then immediately gets just like blasted in the face by a (laughs) blizzard and is lost for the next 20 minutes. So like, did the Night King create that blizzard? Yeah, well, it's like a thing they've so. done before. Yeah. Yeah, he brings the winter. Yeah. Yeah, like one rolled into Hard Home. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can, then we get a quick scene with Arya and Sansa on the wall when Arya like tells Sansa to go down to the crypts, and she hands her a dagger, which I thought was the Valerian Steagle dagger. Was it? Was like, it not? It was not. It was no. just an obsidian oh. dagger. Okay. Yeah. Because how? But else? I. <laughs> Kevin yeah, and I, didn't I both realize, thought the same thing. Yeah, I didn't realize she had the Valerian Steel Dagger, the weapon Gendry made her, and at least one extra obsidian dagger. Yeah, I'm sure she had like three other ones on her. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, so we get uh, just then just fuck tons of shots of just red shirts getting murdered in the front lines. Uh, we get Jamie getting tackled. I don't have any note about him being saved. He just gets like jumped by a zombie, and they cut away and just assume that somebody saved him. It's a I lot remember of at one part you see Podrick save him. At one time he gets tackled. I don't remember. That's later against the wall when they're inside. No, that happens. There's one time when he's outside where it, uh, like you can barely see him because like he's kind of like behind like. He he's he has his back towards the the camera, but he like is coming in at like the last second, and then they cut, and you have to I guess assume that he <laughs> saved him because they shot it all in dark. Well, yeah. And speaking of assumed, we then get Ed getting tackled, followed by Sam getting tackled. Uh, Ed then somehow saves Sam. He clearly just like saved himself or something. Uh, saves Sam. And I want to make note that this is the first time that Sam has been swarmed. Swarming one for Sam. <laughs> uh, Keep an account. Sam the swarmed. Sam yeah. swarms. Sam. Ed, Ed gets Swarm killed us. for the effort as our first name character death for the episode. Uh, Delor- Delorious Ed? Delirious Ed? I forget. Ed. I like Delirious Ed. It sounds like it's a rap name. <laughs> Uh, in response to this, Sam just runs away. <laughs> just literally in the other direction. Yeah. It was also Ed's last up. words yeah. is Sam. He sh- it, it, yeah. it worked in his favor and didn't work in Ed's. <laughs> if Ed just ran the fuck away from Sam, Ed might be the one that's alive at the end of the episode. <laughs> Dare to dream. 
we get a quick shot of Sansa getting into the crypt and completely failing to inspire any kind of confidence in the people she's leading. You can just tell uh, by the way she looks like immediately. She's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody sees her come down. Is like, we're probably doing fine up there. Uh, we get another shot of John lost in the blizzard. He crashes into the trees and then crashes into Danny. <laughs> He's was, really great at this. I said... <laughs> <laughs> just like womp womp. It's like I'm just it's imagining like, like the Benny Hill theme playing. Like <laughs> so I, I am just imagining Jon Snow playing uh Battlefield Game of Thrones and jumping on the dragon and just <laughs> flying around like a madman. And then we get the uh first calls from the front front lines and begin retreating. Uh and so this also became such a weird thing because they opened the castle gates to allow all of these defenders in, which feels like a huge, you know, defensive no-no. <laughs> uh, Usually which, you like, keep you have, the gates closed. Yeah, and you have this huge amount of people who have to go through the, like, choke point of the trench bridges and then the choke point of the gates and so it takes them forever to get everybody inside uh meanwhile you get multiple shots of archers on the walls doing nothing just (laughs) standing there with their bows like i don't (laughs) what are you doing you're clearly at a distance that you can fire blindly as into this unending wave of zombies yeah. Uh, and they just do You're nothing. They're probably going to hit some. They just watch. We have uh, John and Danny lost in the blizzard, and John catches a quick, quick glimpse of light and lands on the wall surrounding the God's Wood, uh, where he's just going to be for like 15 minutes. Uh, this episode's not a good look for John. Yeah. For a guy yeah. who's like done so well in so many battles, not a good look for him. Yeah, he yeah. just like constantly fucks up. <laughs> Although uh, he does he's his... throw Da the dragon to death. He's got <laughs> to re- restart his dragon. Uh, so we get uh, we go back to everybody trying to desperately try and get back into the gates, and we do see at least a handful of archers picking off some uh, zombies, including Arya shooting a zombie about to grab the hound which causes the hound to just come to a complete stop and look for the person who saved his life. Yeah, I was like, like keep running, you dumb... <laughs> 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 uh, thus begins the Grey Worm calls the order to have the trenches lit. Oh my god, uh, I could have sworn <laughs> Grey Worm like, was dead. And then all of a sudden he <laughs> yeah. just like comes out of nowhere and he's like still in charge. And just, well, it's like, just being like badass. It's like when he puts his helmet on, you know he's gonna be fine. <laughs> the helmet you... is the literal plot armor. Yeah, exactly. We, we can kill Grey Worm a million times, a million and then have times, him just show yeah. up when he takes his helmet off, and you won't say anything because you know you'll what? be worried you were racist. <laughs> all right, plot, you plot twist. <laughs> all those unsullied like plot me. twist. Oh shit, he said it. Plot twist. They're all Grey Worm. <laughs> just, the unsullied are actually clothes. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I mean, the only clones. really, the only Unsullied you see without a helmet is the one that gets his neck slit in the beginning of that one episode in season five, I think. Yeah. It's like, and then Grey Worm. So, for all Grey we know. Grey Worm is Boba Fett. They're all Mandalorian clones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Boba Fett's not necessarily a Mandalorian. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> but so, Grey Worm calls for the trench to be lit. And then makes the decision to like destroy the bridges across the trench. He's a total uh, badass. Are... That was a badass scene. Well, like at some point that had to have happened, right? Yeah. The show in one of the previous episodes, they're putting like, spikes and stuff. Yeah. yeah, right. But again, it's like, why do you have your entire force on the other side of the trenches? Like, it makes way more sense to have everybody on this side of the trench to then know. stab every. You know, to, to stab and set on fire the zombies who later transform a bridge rather than just trapping all of your unsullied <laughs> between a flaming wall of wood and an unending wave of death. <laughs> I don't have an answer <laughs> for you. <laughs> I don't think any of us have a good response. Like, we're not... Yeah, you yeah. might have to, like, look on YouTube, like, some I've run so videos many about... On- Defending castles from sieges. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, didn't they? Like, yeah, they, everyone they say like, oh, it's only you know so many people could hold Winterfell, or like the Dothraki were repelled by X amount of Unsullied. It's like nobody thought to keep these fuckers in the in the castle. Yeah. Well, everyone remembers the Battle of Hastings when the French swarmed <laughs> the English a million to one. <laughs> Battle of Hastings is really important. It's the basis of all of our property law. <laughs> That wasn't where I saw that sentence going. And, ha- and how to fight zombies. <laughs> Next time uh, I'll tell you why checks are based on piracy. <laughs> uh, but this is where we run into another issue where Davos begins waving these flaming logs, which is apparently supposed to signal to Danny to light the trench on fire. Uh, she is lost in the blizzard still, and they have zero backup plan. <laughs> Right, it's uh, like Danny was so excited to be like, I'm going to go save my people. And it's like, wait, you were the one who was supposed to fucking you yeah, know, you light these trenches on fire? You're your dooming job. everybody else? <laughs> and they apparently didn't even have a conversation with John to be like, hey, if this doesn't happen, and you're sitting on the wall of the castle like 20 around. feet from the trench, you could do this for us. You could probably or hit fuck, it from here. throw one of those torches that Davos is carrying to Grey Worm. He's right fucking there. <laughs> Well, and that's the other thing. We see multiple defenders grab torches and run towards the trench, and every one of them gets, like, tackled by a zombie. But it's just, like, there's still a ton of Unsullied right there, right? Are they just letting through, like, one zombie every time somebody grabs a torch? (laughs) Because that's union rules. Yeah, they have to, uh, one torch, one zombie. (laughs) But so Grey Worm sees uh, Melisandre and was just like, Magic. We got to go with magic. None of this fire we have is working. Because uh, they're from so they... the same continent. They said the Valamogules. <laughs> they have the hidden pond. But so they <sighs> create a little pathway for her, and she takes the longest fucking time to yeah, cross but, the space from the gate to the trench. I mean, well, th- this I will actually defend. So, like, when she tried to resurrect John. It seemed like it only works when he fucking gives up. And I think Thoros of Mir, 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 I'm going to say Mir, uh, 
says something similar that like it really only works when you're like completely desperate like that's when you have real faith that's not my issue my issue isn't that she tried multiple times is the fact that she just slowly walked from the gate to the trench well she's like 400 years old she's goes slow everywhere like those robes are probably kind of hard to walk in and look like it's dark and full of terrors she's super spooked (laughs) yeah every time oh no the sun's going down (laughs) <laughs> I'm so terrored. She's just really afraid of the dark. Um, well, yeah. And, like, this whole scene, like, it was kind of effective, but, like, I just completely lost what exactly was supposed to be going on with, like, the everybody's placement between the armies and, like, how... That might have been intentional. Like, the, there's a huge chaos to battle, especially an undead wave of zombies. Yeah, but I don't think the plan is to confuse the zombies. But, like, of all the battles of this show, every single one of them, the plan doesn't work. So, like, you have Blackwater. The plan is they're going to blow up the wildfire in the river. They do it, but they're still fucked, and they still have to fight on ground, and they're only saved by the arriving army. Red Wedding went pretty successfully. Fair. That wasn't a that battle. That wasn't a giant battle. <laughs> you have Hard Home where it's like, oh, we're just totally overrun. So they didn't really have a plan. Battle of the <laughs> Bastards. It's, we're going to draw them in. Oh, actually, Jon Snow fucked up wildly, and the only reason they won was the bail came in. You know, yeah. it's like, I, this is a, a consistent theme that these plans they make fucking suck. <laughs> I will say I am glad that they did not pull a Gandalf. Uh, <laughs> Because in the lead up to this, I had a conversation online where somebody pointed out that they've Gandalfed like six times in this show. Oh, with people just showing up with an army to save the day? Yeah. Yeah. Look to the east. Yeah, who was going to show up? I was thinking House Reed. I've got three people with me. Let's do it. (laughs) We came from the swamp. We got some. We're going to throw mud at them. We're swamp people. Meanwhile. All stars by Smash Mouth is going to play in the background. <laughs> this just turned what into is- a Shrek movie. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, see Mirror again. <laughs> That's she's my bae. Um, so Melisandre gets it all lit. We see the whole thing go up, and we see John is like twenty feet from the trench. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know why he couldn't have tried. He um, didn't see it because of the snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, so, bad look for my dude. Danny finds her way home, starts doing strafe and runs again. Uh, we go down to the crypt, get a little, uh, you know, flirty, flirty back and forth with Tyrion and Sansa. You think they're going to smash know, the whole, by like, the end of the season? <laughs> it well, fucking kind of feels like it's going that says, direction. Like it would never work. It would, what is the line they say? Like, it would never work between us or something like that? Well, yeah, and then... Missandei or whatever is like fuck both of you. It's the dragon queen who's saving your ass. Right. So yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that, that was to like great. remind everybody, yeah. being like, yeah, even if they win, this isn't going to be super smooth to get out of this. So like that was one of the things I like to just kind of like ground us back in, like bring back oh, political discourse. <laughs> yeah, and like even if this works, everything's not going to be hunky dory. Mm-hmm. Imagine all the reparations they're going to get from the zombies. <laughs> we're gonna go north of the wall sign a treaty of Versailles and make them pay us for years oh, I guess they'll they never just backfire. like go walking around and like looting whatever 
they left over like because i'm sure like some of those zombies had shit on them when they turned into zombies yeah, look at these awesome 400 year old furs yeah. swords and They're shit a lot of them had art like swords right fucking wildlings are not gonna have swords worth anything bronze and tin you might be able to recoup some shit from house umber i guess <laughs> um so then we go to Theon and Bran in the Godswood, which presents a scene so that funny. has baffled a lot of people. Where it's such uh, a so funny scene. Theon, yeah, Theon tries to apologize to Bran. Bran's like, "It's fine. Your choices led you here. I'm going to go now." Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> we don't get any just of it. I wargs away. Like- <laughs> so I, I, I think my my theory is at some point they're going to show us what he saw. Right, like, he's like, if they don't, this is absolute batshit. <laughs> like, a hundred percent. Like, what the fuck is going on? Percent just bad writing. I do have faith that they're gonna, sh- like, at some point, they're gonna show another brand vision, and it's hopefully gonna give some backstory. It's to gonna what be brand looking at himself, ignoring Theon, and laughing. Because <laughs> really like, didn't he literally warg some ravens and go fly around for a minute, and then like it cut for cut like away. four hours, and then yeah, come back so right he, at the last second? He he wargs and he shows him warging into some ravens, and they kind of fly around, and he like kind of flies close-ish to the Night King, and then that is the last we see of Bran doing anything until one of the last scenes in the episode. That's when the crow uh, ends. That's when the raven instincts come in, and he's like corn. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have zero faith that Bobbles. they will address that at all because I think it is going to be like in what was it season five when Arya was just you know kind of blatantly wandering around Bravos while a murder cult is after her and then gets stabbed and everyone's like oh she totally had a plan this is like a trick and then it wasn't she was just dumb <laughs> and that's how she got stabbed it's I believe it is going to be that, and if they have an explanation beyond that, I will eat my hat. You heard it here first, folks. I need to Google, is it safe to eat hats? There, <laughs> like, I just, like, because Bran, like, when he warred away, he came back. It looked like he, like, you know, like, he he finished something. You know, I don't know, like... I feel... Right, like, like something happened. I don't know. I, I'm under the impression that it was just bad writing, and it was just like, how can we make Bran seem aloof? <laughs> you know, just do your thing, Bran. Yeah, like, he has to do something. Like, he has Aloofy. to warg yeah. something. Some, like, yeah, like, show off his powers! Yeah, just something. I feel like <laughs> they wanted a scene before the main scene just to establish... And they were like, uh, Theon and Bran talk, and then Bran does his magic thing. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Lunch. Let's go. Yeah. Lunch. <laughs> uh, but so we get to see the Night King, and he begins ordering the Whites to to start sacrificing themselves to build a bridge across. Uh, I also want to point out that the entire time that the Whites have just been standing Dead yeah, I want to point that out, that they just stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've just been standing dead still across this trench as it's on fire. No one's visibly done anything. No we one's haven't taken seen a shot. arrow no volleys. One. We haven't seen them prep for anything. Oh, this next uh, part the, actually pissed yeah, me off. <laughs> to the point that once they start building the bridge, 
It is not until they have filled the trench with bodies and they are now like, actually crossing it that Davos begins <laughs> yelling to man the walls. <laughs> and we begin seeing everyone running up to the walls. It was so delayed. <laughs> I feel like anytime the zombie does something like different from something an, an alive person would do, they're just so shell-shocked <laughs> that they stop doing everything. That zombie ran into my sword. Oh, I'll put my sword down and get stabbed a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so the zombies start, you know, piling up against the wall and climbing it. That was a cool scene. They have nothing prepared for this. They don't have oil. They don't have pitch. They don't have yeah, anything they don't on have the, the walls. Classic military yeah, style their stuff. their plan is entirely to just have everyone stand at the top of the walls and just start whacking them as they like reach the top of it how many days did they have to plan this i mean maybe yeah, i could John justify it that way like a year ago <laughs> yeah but i mean bef- like when when they when they started planning when did they start planning Probably when he started, they started planning when John um, won the Battle of the Bastards, pretty much. Because, like, they were doing the whole King of the North thing, and he was like, yeah, but, you know, the Night King's coming. And everybody was just like, uh, we just made this guy our leader. Well, see, that, see uh, if, you, if you said, like, two days, I'd be like, okay, maybe <clears throat> they didn't have enough time. But this just shows that they had months <laughs> Yeah, at the very well, least, he did spend like, a, the, like a lot of that time just like trying to get all the dragon glass and stuff. So yeah, well, but but so the absolute worst is that they like at the absolute latest it was at the end of season seven when the wall went down, which Bran yeah. would have known yeah. and feeling like okay, the war is definitely going to happen here. <laughs> like Winterfell is the place we're going to have to defend. Start digging trenches and building wall fortifications now. <laughs> Which they apparently just didn't get around to. Uh, yeah. Here we get they we to see stick some stones and some sticks. Yeah. Here we see the opposite of what we saw earlier, where Jamie gets tackled and swarmed and saved by Brienne, and we see it. Sam gets swarmed again. Sam swarm number two. Sam swarm. and saved by Jorah. Swarm Sam. Yeah. Which. Uh, to my notes is the last time we see Jorah until uh, he shows up to save Danny. Okay, there is another time he shows up where he's like, I'm going, he looks up, you see him look up and see the Danny's dragon in danger, and that's when he runs off. People have everything. said this, nobody has been able to give me any indication beyond I remember Jorah looking up as to any time, point in time when this happened in the episode for me to confirm that. It was, uh, I think, when Drogon flies off without Danny on him, and he's like, "Oh shit, that means Danny's that on is, her own." Okay, well then we're gonna get to that point later because that is not <laughs> a good. That's, anyway. that's what that. I remember. I remember, like, because he sees Drogon fly off, and he's like, "Oh wait, no, Danny." I will tell you right now, you're remembering wrong. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> like, keep uh, remembering this way. So because we get a I quick shot drunk. of the Night King blatantly taunting John and then flying into the blizzard, which John immediately follows him after. Bait and switch. 
Yeah, I cannot imagine a more blatant trap to throw yourself headlong into. Ha ha ha, you'll never defeat me in my own domain. <laughs> uh, so next we see the hound having a panic attack, <laughs> refusing to fight. Uh, and so Arya shows up with her brand new weapon. <laughs> this, you know, badass double-ended pole weapon that comes apart. She's Darth Maul. I specifically took note, Arya shows up for the first time with that weapon at 41 minutes and 28 seconds. Well, she was on, she had a bow before. Yeah. She was on the wall. Right. She shows, she shows up with that weapon. The weapon we've had multiple scenes about her talking about and like goading Gendry into specifically making for her over other things. Sex and Gendry. Shows up at 41 minutes and 28 seconds. At 42 minutes and 34 seconds, so one minute and six seconds later, she drops that weapon and it is never seen again. Yeah. The, I don't think she intentionally dropped yeah, it. Yeah, chaos of no, war, dude. She gets, no, I mean, she, she gets thrown she against the fucking wall. fell over a bunch wall. of zombies and drops it. I'm just saying it felt really anticlimactic to have multiple scenes. She takes out like eight scenes. dudes with it first. Yeah, so was Ned <laughs> getting beheaded in episode nine. Yeah, it's a lot of anticlimactic <laughs> shit happens. That's I like guess. one of the beautiful parts of the show is that it's really hard to see where it's going. Yeah, Kevin's just then, mad like, because Gendry happens. had to do. Kevin's just mad because Gendry had to do all that crafting and use all those materials. <laughs> it just felt like a waste because just... they didn't even like really do any glory shots of the weapon. I guess. I yeah, like 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 you said, there was only a minute of that one. I wanted some like innovative, fucking dragon glass. I wanted like. I wanted like Jamie to have a dragon glass dagger on the top of his hand or like someone to strap dragon glass and gunpowder to their chest and be a bomb. <laughs> I mean, I was super into Arya basically being in that hall and be like, oh, there's a lot of them. What if I just crowd surf down them? Like, that was rad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that is literally when she drops the weapon. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like it just seemed like a normal like pole weapon. I just... <laughs> For yeah. how much What's they build she it up, do? get a big sword. <laughs> well, I why go through the effort of she being like sign me this very she specific was hit a weapon? Button and just it would take turn into any a of mech. the pikes. <laughs> just take any of well, the pikes that have a pike is different than end. what she had though. It, she had like a she had like a bow staff with detachable. Yeah, she it had was Darth Maul's weapon. It was pretty specific what she wanted to be made and. It sucks she dropped it. it. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it a felt huge waste to me. like whatever. But I think the the yeah. fact that she dropped it and then it directly leads into I don't know if there might be some more things and I'm sorry for jumping ahead, Kevin, but it seems like for Arya's storyline at least, it directly leads into her basically playing playing Metal Gear Solid in the library, <laughs> where you know you this is like one of the fiercest assassin warriors we know, and it's like oh she's fucking spooked. Like mm -hmm. what, you know, I think that that kind of lends stuff to it that we see her being one of the best anti-white, you know, warriors. And even she's just like, oh, fuck, this Aria, isn't going the well. best anti-white warrior. Uh, <laughs> so she does take out that, a shitload get... of them by herself, like yeah. lickety split. Uh, between that and the library scene, we get uh, the death of Lady... Little Lady Mormont. Oh, 
uh, Liana Mormont. I to thought the, they were gonna. I, I honestly, I I thought they were dope. gonna cop out and just like have the when the giant knocked her aside and like have her get like thrown into a bale of hay, and then like wake <laughs> up at the end of the battle like what's going on? <laughs> but like, <laughs> what's all this then? <laughs> like, I mean, they Sporty literally did tea. it to Tyrion. I mean, like he literally slept through a battle in when the battlefield. Picked up. I refuse oh to believe God. that that is not a direct reference to Attack on Titan. I called it, didn't I call it? <laughs> it is so almost shot for shot when Aaron's mother gets eaten in the first episode that, like, I don't believe it wasn't intentional. Except I mean, for the I mean, eye they're gouging. they're bad writers, so I'm sure they're like, <laughs> just flip through everything. I'm glad she didn't get eaten, that's one thing. I like the way she went. Yeah, yeah it was... It was better than her, like, prevailing and, like, getting some scene. Prevailing she, or just being, like, swarm, she's gone. Or, like, <laughs> she, there's a scene where it's, like, she takes out, like, five, six, maybe even more. And it's, like, that's so unbelievable. But it's yeah, so much yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Not, not saying that, like, little girls aren't capable of things. Of killing five <laughs> but, murdering, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like. Bring the <laughs> On their own. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it was a really solid, believable, but like, uh, you know, not shameful death for the character. <laughs> Bards will sing songs of her. <laughs> I, uh, uh, we oh, also yeah. got we also got a quick uh, the first like kind of dragon fight uh, in the blizzard slash up in the air. It does that not go so well cool. for John and Danny. Uh, <laughs> he essentially just comes out, chases Danny around for a while, and then like hides back in the blizzard. <laughs> I thought she was getting roasted for a second. Yeah. It looked like the flames were all over It certainly does look like she's like, yeah. But she can't be burned. It looked like he was already, like, deep-throating Drogon's tail. (laughs) He's, like, blasting that fire. That's why it's it's mature. Uh, and so then we get to the library scene, the Metal Gear Solid scene. Metal Gear Solid slash Jurassic Park kitchen with the Velociraptors. <laughs> Better reference. You can open yeah. doors. Uh, which honestly bugged me. I did uh, not make course. any sense. Yeah. I mean, isn't it didn't this make what any this whole thing's about, Kevin? Is yeah, all Kevin's the shit angry. that bugs you? <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me why the whites were just kind of, you know, wandering just milling about. about, just well, chilling. They're searching for yeah, people. Yeah, I feel like that's what it, they know, were like I know literally. The tropes of zombies, I get what they're doing. They're in passive mode, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah, they're no longer in the I, horde. They're, it just seems just very animals. middle of the battle to already be in passive mode. But, that was another okay, thing so like, that I found a little. That's were, one thing I found odd that it should have been like how few zombies there were in that one room compared to how many there were everywhere in else. the grand total yeah like yeah like there's like six of them compared to the <laughs> literal waves we have seen up to but that like, point that's the thing like i okay this is complete speculation but like it would make sense that you've seen you know hundreds of thousands of zombies right they're sending most of them where they're going to do the most i.e kill the living but they're also sending them to be like let's find more living and it would make sense they're not going to commit like a thousand fucking 
whites to why get not? in there. I, yeah, I don't see why not because <laughs> yeah. it's like hundreds of thousands of I them. I play a lot of I like, play a lot of StarCraft. This seems like a Zerg rush, if anything. They're working on getting all of them into the fucking castle. Like, if you really want that, then why isn't why is the Night King sp- wasting no, see, time? See, you know, I get, fighting I get Brian's defense. It's like you're sending down. you're sending your Zergs to you're sending Zergs to the SCV line, man. You don't want yeah, to send them to the barracks. That's to true. Keep with the StarCraft Two, ref, yep. you know, reference. You're uh, you're just getting visibility. You're seeing what they're producing. Yeah. You're just trying to figure out what's going on. Maybe right. there's secret shit going on in yeah. the library. Maybe they're trying. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're trying to make a factory. Maybe in part of the map. at this point, for some reason, the Night King doesn't specifically know where Bran is. So he's. Do you think he that's needs... what it's like for the Night King? He's just like playing StarCraft. I assume so on a weird scale. He's like, oh, I got my giant done. Oh, shit, that little girl just killed him. <laughs> that, um, what is that, a hero? Little girl. I knew I should have gone ice spiders. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, yeah, no ice spiders the, is a big letdown. <laughs> the scene right after so this sad. also made me question what the layout of Winterfell is. Because like, so she gets to the other side. Yeah, she gets to the other side, and then like all of the zombies start pouring out, and she just starts running and running and running and running, and it's just like, why are there just miles of hallway with no connecting rooms in this castle? Apparently, (laughs) I think she's around. She's probably around the wall of Winterfell. That would probably explain the longest distance. Um, I've never been inside a castle in a fictional universe. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't tried sprinting in a castle <laughs> these, to see how long some it is. Real nitpicky takes, and we are fifty-six minutes into this yeah. podcast, man. This is <laughs> gonna take. Are we ever getting to yeah, Endgame? Yeah, because like I, I feel like Endgame is much better to talk about. Seems like it's a much more enjoyed thing. Universe. Kevin, what else are you mad about? Uh, so we gotta get through it. <laughs> yeah. So we have her meet up with Hound and Barrack. Uh, which again is so what it is. It's a meat cute. <laughs> yeah, you know the meat cute where she bursts through a door, <laughs> he gets grabbed by zombies, and she abandons him. Did you like the Christ <laughs> imagery? Well, he had a sick throw of that fucking flaming sword. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was really cool. I I thought I was thinking Final Fantasy VI with the twins casting petrify on themselves. Yeah, when he was in go. the doorway, like all like cross. You know, I thought he was gonna like catch himself on fire, and it would be like this, like like how that's how I was gonna go out. He was just gonna like light up in flames and catch them all on fire. But I'm glad that's not what happened. Hey, barricade. That would have been dope. He like cuts his hand and then just lights his whole body on fire. But it wouldn't have achieved anything. They just would have tackled him over and like just. It did achieve something. What you'd rather you'd rather him just stumble through the doorway and then fall over and die? (laughs) Wait, that's what happened. That's what happened. So yeah, that's what I would. But he saved Arya. That's what matters. But so the issue is that scene is shot so poorly. Beric teleports back and forth through that hallway so fast. Well, he's like for editing. Yeah, yeah, multiple times he gets like uh, whites show up between the Hound and Arya and Beric, and then like somehow he just catches up to them, (laughs) and then like he creates a barricade, gets stabbed a bunch. And like, then is directly behind them as they make it through the door. <laughs> it's just like, a what beast. is happening? A I mean, he's obviously uh, a god man. <laughs> it's so true. So they get in. He dies without saying anything. 
Like, he almost gets a word out, then doesn't. <laughs> now, Lysandra's like, she served, a, <laughs> he served his purpose, and then is just like, I said you were going to close blue eyes. And then they both looked at the camera and were like, ah? Yeah. Ah? <laughs> uh? And then everyone clapped and they all got Emmys and it was a good time. Yeah. I honestly thought that meant White Walkers. No, I didn't think the Night King. I mean, I also did not think the Night King, but like, I just thought so like, we can just, come on. We can't. even just in regards to White Walkers, it yeah, felt yeah. like, okay, why? You don't need to point it out. I mean, it's <laughs> the same thing she says to her in season two. What do you say to the God of Death? No, she says that in season two when she sees Arya. She says, you know, I yeah. look in your face, I see the faces of many people in the darkness yeah, eyes you'll yeah, shut it's forever just like no but that's the thing that i want to talk about how the fuck did she know about what you know the fucking water she, dancer she told says her in she one? says other things that pe- uh, she also tells Jon snow that he knows nothing and yeah. she never met yeah she also yeah. my explanation oh, that's, that's fair that's fair yeah she's also they're both from bravos yeah 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 but so I'm, ben makes a good point she says yeah you know, you know nothing to Jon Snow and, like, freaks him to fuck out, so... Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Only Ygritte would know that. Yeah, I mean, they've established he's these, like, visions from the mm-hmm. Lord of Light and Fires. And yeah, whatnot. who is obviously real because... For obvious reasons in the show. Because magic is real. Some sort of god is real, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, see, so, uh, hold on. Probably, I, wanted, yeah. I take issue with this. I think a big part of the show is that people have faith in things that don't really exist or like people put all these stock and prophecies that are probably fucking bullshit like look at the whole stannis storyline yeah well sure but there's yeah but then also like something to the yeah so there's also a shadow baby (laughs) yes but yeah she there's clearly magic i'll give you that but why can why is it that it has to be based on the lord of light why can't she be doing magic and falsely attributed i don't know i think the only person who has any sort of answer to that is the sorcerer who cut off ferris's balls <laughs> because the voice spoke back I to him. series about that. The, the, he's the only person we know of with that a voice spoke back to him. I bet it was Bran. Well, yeah, that's what he was doing during the. Was, uh, it just makes every see that's, I just oh, oh see my god, that is the MacGuffin of this show. <laughs> you know, it's uh, like it's like it's the, Bran has just become Dragon Balls. <laughs> <laughs> you just use him for whatever. So we get. Uh, giant badass dragon fight yeah. in the air. Uh, I, I have to say fucking John must have uh, borderline uh, Nathan Drake level finger strength <laughs> <laughs> to have stayed onto the dragon as they're like spinning around each other. <laughs> Does everybody, all three of them have fucking carpal tunnel at the end of it just by <laughs> gripping it so hard? I just assume that like the Night King, like, kind of, you know, like, makes his butt wet and just sticks like a, you know, like a light pole. <laughs> oh, yeah, like the Mr. Garrison go machine? Yeah. <laughs> God damn uh, <laughs> But so, Viserion gets pretty fucked hey, it's up. it's 2019. Well, that's King fun Chang. to think about. Because <laughs> they're all riding around. Well, so, Viserion, the ice dragon, gets pretty fucked up. Gets his, like, lower jaw torn off, his throat ripped out. <laughs> knocks the uh, Night King off. 
Who, uh, who just looks so adamant when he's falling. Yeah, he was just like, <laughs> woo. What? He's just like, whatever. <laughs> like, it looks like... <laughs> this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> it looks See like you he... down here. <laughs> he wasn't, like, flailing his arms or anything. He had no, <laughs> no expression. Yeah. He was just like, I'm yeah. going down now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we get John crash landing and... Uh, Ragel just fucks off <laughs> for the rest of the episode. You're really bad at flying me. <laughs> he does just like Drogon sticks around and he even comes back at the very end. Ragel's yeah, just, just like, fuck this noise. Like, I'm adding, <laughs> Did you, made you me see kill what my that brother. guy was doing to me? <laughs> flew me into uh, the trees. We get, <laughs> we get confirmation that the Night King is impervious to fire. Uh, Dragon's fire. And we don't know about regular this- fire. <laughs> throughout this whole thing uh john very lazily makes his way across the field it's kind of like a light jog until the night king sees him then he, he stops just crash he's still dragon. off a fucking dragon yeah like he's not gonna be in ship shape. he's probably concussed he's seeing four night kings he's like oh shit we don't know multiply. targaryens aren't also immune to concussions uh the, the Night King starts raising the dead and John like slowly works up to his sprint and then stops uh, like close like it's close enough that it feels like he should have just gone for it like he Keep knows going. if he kills him you don't have to worry yeah, about being I don't being know why he stopped and like, and like watched it all happen a lot of the characters seem to stop and watch things a lot yeah it's like let me stop yeah. like literally <laughs> let him raise his like just keep going for it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> I can't say I would do any better in the situation. I'm just saying. I would fly that, like, that dragon better. <laughs> <laughs> After literally only taking out for one fucking spin, we're expecting Jon Snow to be expert dragon. Well, rider. he is a dragon. You know, he is a Targaryen. Yeah, but he should have a basic concept of up. <laughs> Or like, uh, it's not even clear she taught him Dracarys. Like he's like, uh, <laughs> fire, uh, please. Oh God, hey, where's the manual? Yeah. Uh, so we get the raising of the dead scene, and I will say, like, I was a little bit disappointed about this. Not in that, like, it was dumb. It was just wasted potential because, like, we get the shots of you know Ed and uh, Liana Mormont having their eyes turn blue, and then they just never show up again. Like, I was really waiting for, like, yeah, some, like, like oh, a, I have to, like, have kill to somebody yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 You, no, that, you had that to, was a Yeah, like, why yeah. didn't they do that with anybody to have you go, oh, no, I just lost this awesome character. And then it's like, I have to watch him die again. Or he kills, like, one of another character I really like. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. why I was really that could have been that epic. Jorah in the beginning. That's, that would have been a much yeah. better Ed, narrative oh, tool. Like, that could have been, that would have been epic. To be fair. But was anybody else upset we didn't get zombie Rickon? Um, yeah. Because yeah. so he's the, the, he's next the shot freshest is corpse. of the very, yeah, the very safe Crips. He is the freshest you know, corpse, that, so... Like, it did bother me very much that nobody brought up that there might be issues with putting everybody in graves when you're fighting a necromancer. Like again, nobody even John is terrible yeah. at devising battle strategies. They've made this very clear. Uh, so a bunch of women and children start getting murdered. No one we know it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Soup girl made it out. 
Sam, uh, Gilly and little Sam made it out. Yeah, uh, Davos. We get a, we get a quick girl. shot of we get a quick shot of Ironborn getting picked off as Bran continues to do nothing. Uh, but I I will say going back to the crypts real quick that you know I have seen the theory thrown around a lot like the the way they're going to prove to everybody that John is the real Targaryen is Rhaegal's harp is going to be in Lyanna's crypt and it was like are they really going to bust open a fucking crypt <laughs> but now they actually it it's been done for them shout out to the Night King so maybe because it it does seem insane that everybody would just be like oh yeah okay he says it that must be true sure. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were going to be like, you know, DNA testing. <laughs> <laughs> now that the body's out, let's just grab some hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lord of Light, it's... is that my baby? <laughs> it's the Lord of Light is the new Mari Povich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we get John getting saved by Danny. <laughs> Fucking great so, conversation between the two. Yeah, so we get. No, Brad. <laughs> yeah, Danny saves him and lands and John is like Bran and she's like go and I like during oh, my go? first I thought she said no no she said go and oh. during my first watching it was just like John's just like no you go <laughs> you are on a dragon <laughs> I have to run across this field over the trenches through the wall <laughs> and then through the castle to the godswood you go save Bran. But he just accepts it and starts running. Uh, she is so enthralled watching him run that she does not realize she is surrounded Dad by zombies ass. until they are on top of her. I just, yeah, like, why didn't she just take all, like, why didn't she just hover? Yeah. Like, uh, th- that whole scene so was kind of, kind of like, I felt did, like. they did. Yeah, they've proven that dragons can hover. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Drogon gets absolutely swarmed. Danny rolls off to avoid getting murdered, and then Drogon flies away, covered in what feels like has to be hundreds of zombies. That was a really cool scene. Yeah, like it's I cool like the way looking. It yeah, I d- there's fucking no way Drogon should have lived. He was. It's a dragon. Yeah. I, he was covered in so many. Yeah, but he, he was shook like him a fucking, off like Taylor but Swift. He's a dog. dragon. <laughs> Haters uh, gonna hate yeah, Kevin. Sh- Haters gonna saw him hate. He was like up. a they, beehive when it's swarming. They like, shook him. He shook him off. They weren't really doing that like, much damage to yeah, him. Yeah, they're I guess. stabbing him with little rusty daggers. Yeah, and he flew away. He was like the you know. Now he's gonna just have badass scars. <laughs> no, I mean, th- like, look, it's a dragon. Like, you really want a fucking dragon to be killed by, like, lame sword swipes? No way. <laughs> Hundreds of them. Sure. Make, like, look, if I a... stick my hand into a pile, into an anthill, and, like, you know, it's gonna be annoying, and it's gonna get, like, you know, my hand's gonna get red, and I have a lot of bumps on it. Is it gonna kill me? Yeah, he's no. gonna shake them off. Here's the issue. Shake, the shake, less shake. effective that is, the dumber Jamie becomes retroactively. <laughs> For oh yeah, Jamie's insane. <laughs> but no, I I follow the theory that Jamie wanted to die but didn't because post Cersei like, blowing up the the Sept, and then he realizes he became the Kingslayer for literally nothing because Cersei <laughs> did the same thing. He sacrificed everything to prevent. He's just like fuck it, I'm going out to blaze of glory. Uh, 
So yeah, so called the loot train battle. So they clearly didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> I feel like Jamie was going uh, for Danny and not the dragon. Yeah, he was not going for the dragon at all. You guys totally misinterpreted that scene. <laughs> no, I know, but he is in fact charging a dragon. Yeah. Danny's standing right in front of a yeah, fucking dragon. Kevin's making it seem like I'll just take out that dragon yeah, just, and then Danny just, will be easy. I just charged. <laughs> That I had to fight this I mean, girl. To be fair, if you killed yeah. Drogon, Danny would then be relatively <laughs> yes, <easy>. yeah, <laughs> right. Just the mentality. I don't know. Like, he only has uh, one hand. I'll just go and I'll just one shot him, and then <laughs> she'll be easy. I'm gonna karate chop this dragon with my former sword hand. <laughs> anyway, Drogon flies off, and you get zombies just like falling off of him, which then start getting up and coming after uh, Danny. That was a cool and, scene with them just <laughs> yeah. Like, Jorah shows up, fucking out of nowhere. This is a cool uh, death. I enjoyed this. Yeah, he, well, fucking Danny using him as a human shield. Yeah, he said, him. No, him himself using himself as a human shield. <laughs> like next level friend zoning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did he get a kiss? But again, no, he did not. Just makes <laughs> this just makes no sense. Uh, if there was a scene where Jorah looked at Drogon, it was not any time before she attacked the Night King. Because that was an unending set of scenes. So we definitely did not see Jorah do this at all between then. Right. So for some it. reason, well before she was in danger, he started fighting his way out of the wall well, like, to like exactly I, where she ended up. Like I said in our chat that People of Westeros can run extremely fast and far when the camera is not on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we get a honestly really cool uh, series of scenes where John is like fighting his way towards the Godwood, and we see just everybody getting like overwhelmed. We see Wait, Sam we getting swarmed about, for the third time. Jorah? Can we talk about Jorah's last line? <laughs> no, because we're not there yet. <laughs> Oh, or I guess we probably cut. already are. I don't think he yeah. said anything. No, he falls and he goes, I'm hurt. And then, and then <laughs> Does he? I do not remember yeah. him saying that. <laughs> he but falls so, yeah, over we, and he goes, I'm hurt. <laughs> we get uh, John like running through and you just see bodies like raining off the walls. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the like what, over the shoulder? Yeah, they're just like overflowing yeah, like then when he gets into that area where there's like the wooden roof overhead and they're just like falling through from the ceiling. Brian, did you feel like you were playing Dark Souls during this scene? I, de I definitely, actually, uh, so I watched it and then uh, I watched the second half again with Sud and Sud definitely made that comment of this is very Dark Souls. I made a comment, <laughs> I made a comment to myself that the um, showrunners based... Not just Dark Souls, but like a lot of this was reminiscent of a lot of video game moments. Yeah, well, it's especially King's when he's quest. like ducking into the hall to avoid the fire, yeah. and then he like runs back out, but then he has to duck under the under the rocks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, quick time event. I do enjoy that it's like John the hero who's you know been this miraculous warrior and done crazy shit throughout the throughout the story. It's literally just like whimpering under a rock, being like, "Holy shit, what the fuck have I got myself into?" <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. no amount of anything can prepare you for, you know, an undead dragon. Just He's not even, like, <laughs> blaring fire in any which direction. He's just, like, spouting, like, a hose 
that you just let go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, which I, I kind of like because it's like, how is John gonna get out of this? Like, because he can't, well, yeah. like you John... can't predict what he's doing or where he's gonna attack next. He's just the the fire's just going everywhere. He's just death. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cut to Godswood. Theon runs out of arrows, picks up a weapon, and just starts murdering fools. Well, hold on. Uh, do we do we skip when the fucking White Walkers finally show up? No. Oh, okay, sorry, it's out of order in my head then. <laughs> but yeah, so Theon grabs a weapon and this scene he kills four people. I kept like a running tally because <laughs> this is like Theon really building up that kill death ratio. Dude, they uh, are like machine guns with bows and arrows. Yeah, <laughs> up to well, then that he just point. Beats the shit out of them, like with as a blunt force instrument using yeah. the bow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He kill. Guy. He just beats one to death with a bow and then picks up like a bladed weapon. Yeah. And then kills four more people, uh, cut to the safest place in Winterfell, the crypts. And <laughs> Oh just... yeah, this is Tyrion and Sansa's like suicide pact that's not. Yeah, so fucking yeah, this I misread that blew scene. my mind. I thought they were yeah, gonna go my... out in a blaze of glory. I thought they were gonna like fight. Well, yeah, that's what they kind my of... mindset was they're like, you know, giving each other very like, you know, meaningful looks. And, like, it's all very sad, and she pulls out the dagger, and, like, they look very sad, and, like, the music starts cutting in. Um, and then this is fucking jumping forward a little bit. So you're like, oh, they're going to they're gonna kill themselves. Like, that's that's going to be really rough. See, like, I, this is going to yeah. be tough to watch. I thought they were and then it's fight. like, oh, no, I guess they're going to go out in a place of glory. Like, that yeah. makes less sense for their characters, but, like, still still cool. Like, that'll be to tough himself. to watch. Uh, no, I guess I guess they're just going to do nothing. They're just going to get up and kind of hide <laughs> yeah. in a different Walk place. Walk over to Vera, see what he's up to. <laughs> yeah, they just sort of like hobbled away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so then, like, this is when, you know, everything else drops away and the music kicks in. Oh my god, the music in this episode was so good. Yeah, and so, you know, we get a shot of John getting cut off by a Viserion. Uh, we get Jamie Brand Pod getting overrun. We get Gandry Grey Worm Tormund getting overrun. We get shots of Jorah and Danny Sam getting overrun. Crying. First shot of Jorah getting stabbed. A uh, bunch of people getting murdered in the crypts. Uh, Good old John Sam. being like forced to hide behind the rocks after like the whites start pouring in. This is when the Night King and the White Walkers like first walk in. <laughs> Finally. With their pimp struts. Yeah. They do strut in there, they, dude. They swag so hard. So this was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it's been this whole fucking thing with White Walkers. We're so scared of White Walkers. Though, you know, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. See, now Brian's angry. And they do jack and shit. <laughs> yeah. They just stroll in. Just at least let, like, w- at least let one like, of them come in in the initial thing and, like, be wrecking people. And, like, you know... I get not all of them could come in, but like just oh, maybe one of them, maybe one of them could have been in the library. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Somehow use one of them. Just as a placeholder, take any one of the zombies in that squad. I, I kind of want to see. Everybody like, is waiting for like a lot of the Valerian weapons to face off against. Yeah. The that was generals. my theory was every Valerian sword was going to be fighting a general, but no. Literally of the White Walkers. Well, to be honest, one of though, them the, directly kills a human. The generals do know that the Valyrian steel weapons. They don't know necessarily all of them have Valyrian steel weapons, but they know that there's like well, at least one dude down there who's got one. So like after they lose that one dude, that hard home, they stay back. You know, 
Well, that's fair. I really hope there's, like, a deleted scene where one of them trips on the way in and, like, gets hit, like, falls into the, the, like, wooden stakes with obsidian on it and just, like, fucking disintegrates. (laughs) And it's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Don't do that. Don't touch anything. There was... (laughs) <laughs> there was one meme I saw that was just like from the people who brought you Ant-Man going up Thanos's ass comes this theory and it was just like the Night King wins but when he sits on the Iron Throne he accidentally cuts his ass on a Valerian steel weapon and dies, dies. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one uh, but so yeah we get the shot of Sam just crying <laughs> while laying on a pile of dead bodies stabbing randomly that was like a nice couch just stabbed yeah. to the left stabbed to the he's right he's still getting kills though Two steps this time. Uh, we get another shot of uh, Theon. He gets three more kills, bringing him up to seven. Uh, another shot of the Night King walking. Another <laughs> shot of Theon. Gets eight more kills, bringing it up to 15 total. And then we get the pullout of Theon just fucking surrounded by bodies. And uh, that is when the Night King enters the God's Wood. Worst and, pep talk by Bran. Yeah, and Bran finally comes back and gives... I like it's a terrible pep talk, but like this whole thing with the music and especially this scene with Theon is definitely something I think they did incredibly fucking well. Yeah, I think it was a really good end to the character. Yeah, for sure. Uh, You know, gives him the "you're a good man, thank you," and Theon, you know, futilely charges the Night King and is killed. Futilely, he almost had him. Did we need this? Like, I feel like like that was he already got his ending when he showed back. Bran looks at. At, at Theon like you're a good man Theon and it like zooms in on him and his eye twitches he goes not Theon reek and runs away <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been great that, I would have been into that but like I what was they already closed the loop he showed up and had the hug with Sansa oh, that's right. why he had to so die he has to die <laughs> well, I know he has to die but I'm just saying like why do they feel the need to have like the talk with Bran Bran doesn't give a shit about anything. Well, Bran is why there is the maybe, next to him maybe I mean Bran did it for Theon's yeah, sake I think he did it so that like but this is Bran who also is sending Mira away being like I'm a Thread Raven now I don't give a shit that your brother died for me whatever get out of here <laughs> remember like, he's incomplete he's not a, he's not a distant. full three you know he's, there's still some Bran there he's a three eye crow I guess he used to morph into a raven <laughs> He's not yet a murderer. Maybe that's what he was figuring out when he was warging, that he had to... Rook. Group of ravens is called a rook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we get another shot of John still trapped behind the, like, you know, <laughs> you, like, tricking you into thinking maybe John is still going to fucking make it. Yeah. Uh, we get the shot of Jorah being a literal meat shield. <laughs> as he, so great. Yeah. No, seriously, go back and watch it. in front of a sword. Go back and watch it. When he falls over, he goes, I'm hurt. (laughs) Yes, I understand it's supposed to be an epic thing, but just thinking about it as, like, text just makes me laugh. (laughs) Step, step, step. I'm hurt. I'm hurt, LOL. Uh, That was a great scene, We get Night King walking up to Bran, and they make the long, extended eye contact, and... All right, theory, theory. Three years, three years of communication happened between <laughs> them in that moment. They were psychically talking to each other. I'm, I, but I, I'm, I'm so mad they didn't have a mind battle. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what that was. But like everybody was sure the Night King was going to talk like, here. What does he have to I say? Was, fucking, I don't know. That's why I want to hear. What he has <laughs> to I, say. ice to see you, Brad. <laughs> like, 
after all that, like, there's nothing you can't, like... It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger making, like, like Mr. Freeze What's he gonna say, like, give me the memories of the world? Like... Fucking... I don't know. (laughs) Right, like, I just don't... Like I was, I was but also one of the people. After eight years, I expected more than just evil Iceman. Bobcat Goldthwait's voice just comes out of him. <laughs> but like, okay, <laughs> it's a TV show. There are only six episodes. They don't have fucking time for that. But I don't buy that as an excuse because that isn't like that is a self-imposed restriction on themselves. HBO was willing to give them multiple extra seasons, and they're like, no, we can fit it into six episodes. So no, the issue don't... is... No, 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 no. Because I've heard this before, that, oh, they should have just done more episodes. There are multiple issues with this. One is the real issue of climate change makes it fucking impossible to film this show at night anymore, <laughs> because all of the snowy areas are just melting as fast as they can fucking film. You thought The Revenant was bad, this is way worse. And second, these actors have been doing this for ten fucking years. Like, they're going, if this kept going around for a few more seasons, we were going to get, like, Robert Downey Jr. slash Chris Evans level of get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I fucking, I've watched people play in sitcoms for multiple decades. I feel like they can be part of a critically acclaimed TV show for an extra, like, four episodes and give a solid ten. Oh, I disagree. I think they were just like, these guys are so panicked now that they're out of fucking books. They're just like, none of these actors are going to stay on, and we're going to have to come up with weird, convoluted ways to kill them off. Let's just (laughs) rush to the end. But that's my point, is if you're like, we're going to rush to the end, you can't be like, we ran out of time, what were we supposed to do? It's just like, well, then not rush. Like... (laughs) They're they're critical pathing it. They're skipping through they're skipping through yeah. dialogue and some of the dialogue yeah. that they skipped was the Night Kings. <laughs> yeah, it's like they open they open uh, they have like this all this stuff in front of them. They're like Horn of Valeria, junk, you know, Azora High junk, <laughs> no, get this out of like, here. In terms of the in terms of the show, it's like they introduce the Night King as this weapon created by the children of men, men to kill the first men. That's what he's trying to do. What more do you need? Him to say, sup. Fucking anything. <laughs> in but he's serving a, his purpose. They show told you sure. he's a weapon to kill men. He's but, trying to kill men. But also the whole point of the show, the entire duration, is that there's no black and white morality. It's all shades of gray. Like, But then it's just like, except this guy. This guy's like super fucking black morality. And it's like, I'm why? Sorry, what? What positive redeeming aspects of Joffrey were there? Was, was that some gray for you? Was it? Was there some gray in Ramsay Bolton raping Sansa? It, it was, that, was I supposed to get some positive out of that? <laughs> it's not all. I mean, a lot of it is more morality. It's a, it's a darker gray, shade of some gray. Extreme. There have always been unambiguously evil people in the show. Like the Walder Frey, good guy. I don't think anybody. Well, it's that. like that Jack White song. There are many shades of black. <laughs> yeah, I but I mean, like, the even button. even all the like human characters, even at their most evil, are still doing it for like their houses and like people, and even tangentially are like benefiting from it, as you know, like their house gains power or whatever. But it's just like, so what is the end game for the Night King? Kill they everybody. kill all the humans and then they all just shut down. Yeah, yeah. his house wins. Yeah, no program complete. Yeah, maybe Boom. maybe once he maybe once he kills them all, he gets to turn back to being his normal self, a real boy. Or maybe he goes to Essos. Yeah, so he turns back to human and then too. has to kill himself. No, and then there's no more humans. 
Except for but him. he was human. Well, yeah, so he if turned... he turns back to his normal self, then there. Well, then he's no longer the Night King. So then all the whites would go away, and it's just like him. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like a Lich King. It's like a last man on Him hanging out with Craster's boys. <laughs> no, I like I. I think the books will absolutely. If let me let's be serious, they're never coming out. But in the hypothetical <laughs> reality, if they do come out, I do really believe we'll get more Night King story there. But. There is no I mean, he doesn't even exist in the, book. in the books. <laughs> that we know of. I mean, oh, that's yeah. true. I mean, he I hasn't guess been introduced right. at all. Yeah. So I, I'm a big believer that, you know, in the show, his per because I at first was like, wait, uh, all he wants to do is end humanity, but it's like that kind of makes sense based on yeah, how he's, he's like, created. you know, he's like, if you were to take the the sci-fi equivalent, you know, destroy all humans, like yeah, he is kind of like a Dalek. <laughs> Dalek? No, a Dalek. Uh, <laughs> the off-brand Daleks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're somehow cheaper than a plunger attached to a trash. I'm not gonna <laughs> say it. Murdalate that way. Murdalate. <laughs> uh, but like, then the other issue becomes like this BS memory of the world <laughs> ass pool that they made up last episode. <laughs> ass pool. Is that where you just dip your pool, your ass into the pool? Like, oh, this whole pool is now an ass pool. <laughs> yes. Anything you dip your ass into is now legally yours. Oh, I gotta start using bidets more. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, so like, you know, literally last episode, they're like, oh, he wants to kill me because I'm the memory of the world. And fucking Sam he gives this out of nowhere speech about what it, how death means being forgotten. And, like, That's these are all concepts they've, they've never broached any of this. That has never been the, like, established or even hinted at reason that the Night King wants to kill the Three-Eyed Raven. And if it is, it A, doesn't provide a reason why the Night King has to be the one to land the killing blow, as opposed to literally just any given zombie. And B, why he has to die, like, right away. <laughs> Because, like, even if it's, like, I need to wipe out the memories of humanity, it's, like, what if I just swing down by King's Landing where they have no obsidian or <laughs> valerian steel and just add, like, a million other people to my army? it's down there. It's not... He hasn't brought Winter <laughs> that far yet. Or, Fuck it, so what? Or, they brought one by white that logic, all the way could, down there. By that logic, Kevin, he could just be, like, oh, it's the Middle Ages. Branagh lived to, like, what, 30? I'll just wait. Well, now that he's yeah, the three-out I mean, raven, he could potentially live forever. Right? He's got to hook up with a tree, though. You don't know that. <laughs> he's got to jack into a tree. Jack something with a tree. <laughs> All right, anyway, so we get to the scene. Night King starts reaching for his sword. We get the, like, gust of wind go past the White Walker's face. And then, boom, out of nowhere, Arya yeah. with the fucking... The old drop and stab. The whole the natural 20 sneak attack. The old switcheroo. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, fan service is fan service. I was serviced. <laughs> <laughs> to completion. Not in that way, but you know what I mean. Like, I, I, was, I, I, I was enjoying that a lot. Like... I mean, Arya has been kind of like low-key one of my favorite characters through the whole show, even, you know, as a 
before she became the fan. Yeah, before she became like a murdering love. little girl, when she was an aspiring murdering little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it it makes sense. She's always been the closest with death, and if that guy represents death personified, why shouldn't she? Be also, she's George R. R. Martin has said numerous times that she's his wife's favorite character so that she's going to have everything good happen to her probably because he's not going <laughs> to just like yeah uh, so i killed your I, favorite I've character i've seen a lot of people george R. Martin i've seen a lot of people also, really frustrated that it's I, i've seen a lot of people frustrated that Arya kills the night king because she's not azora high or there aren't like prophecies pointing crazy. to her as the one but like that's the point of the show i don't know Right, that's what I'm saying. Is like the whole thing about this is prophecies are bullshit, and you don't, you know, you can't control the shit. And if you try and, because like honestly, I I wonder if it, you know, this is complete conjecture, but like it wouldn't surprise me if the Night King was so obsessed with killing Bran because there was some, you know, other prophecy who was like, oh, you got to kill this guy. Um, yeah, on their so side of the wall, on... there's a telling of a boy <laughs> <laughs> who sits in a chair. He does nothing but eat werewood paste. Yeah. <laughs> and in in the book, paste of uh, what's his name? Jojen, Jojen paste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking eats his friend. It's hardcore. <laughs> no, but the other thing is, like, I it bothers me so much that people think George R. R. Martin has everything planned out. He openly says. He has no idea. He can't write because he can't figure out how to get the characters out of Marine, and he likens his writing style to being a gardener of planting seeds and see how they grow. Yeah. He has no <laughs> fucking idea where the story is going. Reading into the stories, reading into the theories, like the random off, like random side stories. I found this like, cocktail yeah, napkin times. with some notes he drew on it. <laughs> right, it's it's insane. The like. People are like, oh, this like they sung this song, and that must mean something. It's like, no, go fuck yourself. It, he has no idea what is happening. He is making this shit up as he goes along. So the people who are upset that it doesn't fully match up with the prophecy, you are dumb. That's all I have to say. To you. Plus, you need to realize George R. R. Martin is not planning this insane, like J.K. Rowling esque. We're going to plan everything and then later tell you everybody was gay to piss well, you plus off. Plus, last season, don't they do that whole like? Oh, the prophecy is totally woke. It could be prince or princess. You know, the Valyrian translation. So, like, technically Arya is a princess. So, technically, she could sure. be the princess who's promised. But on the other hand, maybe all of those legends are fucking moronic. Because they also said there is going to be a thousand... You know, it's like the winter is coming. It's here for 20 minutes. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Back to summer. <laughs> so, I... Uh, Sud linked an article in our group chat called Cersei's Smarter Than All These Morons. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. Albert Branco is a smart man. Yeah, and it basically just talks about how Cersei was right. Like, fucking, she's in absolutely the best situation he, she could possibly be in. Despite not having the elephants. <laughs> yeah. Even without elephants. It's and crazy. I argued, honestly, she should already be on her way to Winterfell yeah. to just fucking mop them up before right, they even have a chance to, yeah, regroup. What if there's not, like, a big battle and it's just like, well, we'll just send Arya to go fucking assassinate Cersei. Oh, I fully believe it's gonna be, uh, uh, Arya is dressed up think it's Jamie. I think she's gonna wear uh, Littlefinger's face. No one south Why? of Winterfell knows Littlefinger's dead. 
I don't believe that's true. Also, why wouldn't Cersei just murder Littlefinger immediately? She has no use for him. Because he's wily. He might be like, but wait. <laughs> he painted yeah, you know, a tunnel. Wily. We need to talk about yeah. that. He painted, he painted a tunnel on a rock. I don't know. And Cersei ran into it. Well, okay, so, so what if it's like not going to be a big battle and they're just like, well, you know, the Hound wants to go fucking kill his brother and Arya wants to go fucking kill. What if it's like Arya and, and the Hound team up to just like go on a murder squad? The next three, Some sort of suicide the next three squad. episodes are the Hound and Arya just <laughs> murdering across like the a, way. A slasher buddy cop film. In the middle of King's Landing, they're just like killing everybody until they get to Cersei. Danny's yelling at Arya <laughs> and the Hound, you're out of control! Two Give dragons wrecked? That's coming out of your zone! <laughs> okay, so... A whole city so since, block. Since... Clegane lived. We do like if we don't get Clegane Bowl, that's gonna be a shame. We riot. That, yeah, we riot. Is, if we don't get Clegane Bowl, we riot. <laughs> that is also something I wanted to point out just to finish off the episode. So all the White Walkers and everyone yeah, dies. Kevin, uh, Jorah like falls over dead, stating that he's hurt. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I will say I yelled at the TV for a second because like all the zombies <laughs> fall dead and Jorah's just standing there normally <laughs> for like a full second. And I was about to be like bull fucking shit. <laughs> and then he falls over. I'm like, Oh my God. Thank God. <laughs> I felt the same way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then Melisandre. <laughs> so Melisandre and the hound come out of, uh, like that little room and the hound is like all panting heavy and like leans on his axe but like as far as we can tell he's just been hiding in that room well, he's covered in blood with Melisandre is yeah he? you I watched episode twice and you blood. didn't see that he was like covered in blood <laughs> like they they had they must have had some amazing like duel together where like Sex. she's catching shit on fire <laughs> and he's killing shit because like they like yeah like they were in a room together, and he was fighting because he came out like covered in blood. Maybe they were just fucking. <laughs> that doesn't always know, be that fighting. Time of the month. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, but so Melisandre wanders off into the snow, takes her necklace off, and just dies. Uh, bringing the total name body count to Ed, Lyanna Mormont, Beric Dondarrion, Theon Greyjoy, Jorah Mormont. The Night King and Melisandre, one so name, guess, like so share. So I guess two main characters, Theon and the Night King? <laughs> yeah. Well, you forgot Whitey number three. He was the third one who exploded. <laughs> I was very partial to that specific White Walker. Children one through 247. So, like, why didn't Melisandre die when she took her necklace off to go to bed? Because it was still glowing red. Oh, yeah, she just took it off just like long enough, just to be <laughs> like, like. It's like it's like a wireless charger. <laughs> like if she walked far enough away from it, she just you know. Yeah, it's Bluetooth. <laughs> you have lost connection. I, I do <laughs> like that we get the little scene, like as she's walking out of the gate with like Davos kind of following after, just like hand on hilt, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, like oh, the fuck you she, if she doesn't yeah, die, just, I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> It's done. She fucking promised me. There's probably a scene of him just going over there and kicking the robe just to make sure. <laughs> like Darth Vader and after he kills Obi-Wan, oh, he kicks yeah. the robes like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Did he get smaller? <laughs> Are you under there? 
<laughs> I also like the meme I saw with <laughs> where Davos puts on the yeah. necklace, just grows some rocking tits <laughs> yeah, and red hair. His on. Yeah. He's all pretty now. <laughs> Who's the beachiest this episode? <laughs> Who kicks Fucking the most Arya, ass? Arya, I guess. She's the beachy yeah, bay, I fine. guess, yeah. Yeah, I would say the Grey. I would say Grey Worm was pretty beachy too. The Night King. Yeah, he, he did doesn't just, even he, draw his weapon. He did just kind of <laughs> stroll around. He just walks around looking pretty. Yeah, Ray, definitely had the highest Ray, body count. He does a bunch of hand motions. I don't know. Like, Arya kind of has the highest body count because she kills like literally <laughs> oh, oh, millions of whites. <laughs> oh, if we're counting, if it's the transitive property of murder. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> She took an action that directly caused the death of a million people. I don't. She's basically Hiroshima. I mean, Braun, I mean, if you think about dead. it, Braun also has a ridiculously high kill count with one arrow. Why? Because he shot the arrow at the Battle of Blackwater and lit all those people oh, on fire. Right. I was like, when did he shoot away? <laughs> yeah, I also confused Braun for Bran. <laughs> It's just like I don't remember this. I have All to go back. <laughs> I do remember him shooting a bow in season one. I don't remember people exploding though. He wasn't even that good at shooting a bow in season one. <laughs> so oh, now we're gonna. It does so remind we me. We only have another three-hour piece of media. Yeah. So now do we this. talk about Endgame <laughs> for another hour? Yeah, I think we can. <laughs> yes. No. Okay. So Endgame. Right. Well, Kevin, I will tell you. I thought this movie was not great. Whoa! <laughs> Did you like it? Did you like it less? I've seen than it. The I've seen sequel? it. I just got out of my second showing like tonight. I I, oh, I love nice. it. I mean, what? I I assume that you don't think it was the worst Marvel movie though. Oh man, that that is a hard one. What oh is the worst? It definitely, this no. is not even in the running. Right. But yeah, that, so that this is probably okay. a different okay. podcast. <laughs> so is it better than Thor and Thor two? Hulk 2004. Yeah, I never saw Thor Thor 2, um, so I can't comment on what that. What about the Ant-Men's? Ant-Man and the Wasp so. is a fun adventure. I liked it, and it's important to this specific movie, I feel like. Yeah, so, definitely. okay, here's my thing. This movie... Plus, what's her name? way too much between way too Whoever self-serious plays and trying to be is flippant. Fox. No, not... No, no. She's not Hope. Yeah, no, no what's her name? Um, um who Hope plays Pim- the Wasp? Hope Van Dyne. Um, oh. her name Hope? Yes. Um, Evangeline. Yeah. Logan. There you go. We spent way too long figuring that out. Back to the. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Content. Why didn't you help us, listeners? Um, Um, I guess my thing with it is look I mean if I like it wasn't its own thing it was just like rehashing a bunch of old movies the only original shit they put into this movie was going to chop off Thanos head and then the end battle to be fair part of the plot was to literally rehash events from the previous movies 
But, like, let, let's get into that. They spend the beginning being like, look, we're not changing the past. We're just changing our own future. But then when fucking Dr. Hulk goes talk to, goes to talk to Tilda Swinton, the ancient one, Dr. she's Hulk. like, oh, no, you're totally going to change my, this fucking timeline if you do this. It's like, wait a minute. You just spent 20 minutes talking about how this wasn't Back to the Future rules. Yet now you're telling me there's Back to the Future rules in a different fucking timeline? Pick a goddamn set of rules. I took that as very specifically to the uh, Infinity Stones. Where, like, you can go back in time and just murder everyone you want, and it doesn't matter. But if you take one of the Infinity Stones, then shit starts falling apart. Yeah. Then fine, say that. Just give me one fucking <laughs> line of dialogue. She She's... did not. Well, she said it, but I'm saying Bruce Banner, who's supposed to be the smart guy who's figured it all out, has, oh yeah, it's fine, you'll just change your own future, whatever. And, like, meanwhile... <laughs> They are making radical changes to but the only, uh, timeline, theoretically. I mean, theoretically, they technically fix all the changes that they would potentially make by putting all the Infinity Stones but back like, before they're taken. If the stakes are you're saving trillions of lives because you're going to undo the snap, which killed half of all life in the fucking universe, then why is Thor just being like, oh, let's go talk to my mom. It's going to be great. (laughs) Or why is Tony being like, my dad's over there. Or Captain America being like, oh, I'm going to go creepily, longingly stare at my wife. Meanwhile, Yvette Nicole Brown, criminally underused, I might say, (laughs) like the, the base is just totally cool. The people are in this super secret government facility with the fucking Tesseract and other wildly secure, you know, government. Like, you look at Captain Marvel, where she's in there, and they lose their fucking minds and send everybody, versus, like, oh, yeah, some guys here. I don't know, I guess we should send two dudes with Yvette Nicole Brown? That's some bullshit. Also, I mean, to be fair, that's also, community. like... I w- still want a movie. That's also in the, the last 70s. Thing, that's also, like, the 50s versus the 90s. Yeah, yeah. They thought, you know, it's just like, I have a cold, you know, go smoke some cigarettes about it. Yeah. As long as you're not a commie, you're fine. This is the height of the Cold War. I mean, it was the 70s. This is the fucking height of the Cold War. You can't tell me that this is like, oh, so laissez-faire military bases. (laughs) The guy even asks you a fucking commie. Like, they clearly are super paranoid, yet don't give a shit about (laughs) the reports of two total strangers walking around. Jeez, Brian, this sure feels pretty nitpicky. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing I'll say is how the fuck did Tony Stark rip the fucking Infinity Stones off of the gauntlet? Are you telling me nobody fucking (laughs) tried that in the first movie? He He did not. They, how did he not? How, they, how did he not? How did they end up on his the the suit to like kind of like magnetically pull them? You see them like well, it was his nano gauntlet. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Are there no magnets in Wakanda? They couldn't have tried to use that in the first battle and they didn't avoid well, that. But, technology. but in the Wakanda and Infinity Stone, it was a gauntlet that Thanos made, as opposed to in this where it was Tony's armor made out of Tony's nano machines. So, like, what he did was he, like... So, Tony made contact and was like, fuck you, give me everything. Yeah, he just, like, kind of made them transfer over. Because, like, when when he pulls his hand up, he doesn't have, like, the stones in his hand and puts them in. They're, like, they, like, are coming from, like, random spots. Like, they, like... I mean, I... At this point in the movie, I mean, it was like, you know, 12.55, and I'm just being like, oh my god, I'm so tired. Why Why did I agree to go to a 10 o'clock showing? Um, so I'm, I will concede I might not be remembering The answer correctly. is nanomachines. <laughs> yeah. Nanobots. I pointed this out in our group chat, which you aren't privy to, but having rewatched Infinity War, one of my favorite, like, random nanomachine uses is, like, uh, Tony shoots Thanos with just, like, a finger spreader. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just like a random little nanomachine thing that doesn't let him like clench his fist, clench his fist to yeah. use the glove. Oh yeah, it's like a cr- <laughs> it looks like a weird crab thing that goes over his hand. We should start a yeah. Patreon and then let people have snippets of our messenger <laughs> chat. As a as a more global uh, a global critique of this movie, I just was disappointed. It was like let's go back in time and just it was as an excuse to relive the old movies which is like fine but like it's clearly just fan service I mean, which is fine i don't that really said, necess- fan service is rad, i don't necessarily feel like-, like it was for no reason rather than to rehash the old movies because i mean like it was like literally the fucking plot so like the reason was the fucking plot so like right, to do it for no reason it seemed like, like a thinly, contri- like a thinly contrived re- you know reason to have the plot go that way like, so they can hit all these high and notes also again. like they needed to get infinity stones <laughs> if they were hitting high notes they wouldn't have gone with thor 2 i'm just saying that but like <laughs> all, they, they make a big stink about like you know you, you can't be seen by your old selves then immediately thor runs into his mom <laughs> captain america runs into himself it's just like well, come on. Te- I mean, fighting thor, each other thor was trying to avoid his mom in a way and she kind of like ran into him in a way like she's like i'm magic yeah like was he <laughs> avoiding her or was he well, ignoring he, rocket well rocket saved the fucking universe i might add thor was trying yeah, yeah, thor Portland, was Portland. trying to like watch her without being seen it's called and, a, she, was, it's called a and she was just like i'm magic and not an idiot so <laughs> i can see a fat man behind a pillar <laughs> yeah <laughs> with sh- with odd clothing i <laughs> am so glad that he just stayed fat throughout the whole movie I was really worried that, like, he was going to grab the axe and just immediately become and be like, "What? I'm a god." But no, I like how he like donned his armor and he was just like in fat armor, (laughs) like it fit. It just was like one size fits all. Go get the breastplate expander. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Um, I mean, the final battle. I. Brian is mad at this movie, but like there, that's a hundred percent, a hundred percent fans. I loved the, this movie so much. There's not a, I have never. I mean, there, there's only a very small amount of movies that could possibly garnish this reaction. But I've never yelled in a movie theater, "Yes, yeah, Spider Man!" Like, like <laughs> it, it came out. I couldn't control myself when he, like, yeah. I. I, I don't know what I I would never condone like saying Matt anything became, in a movie. Matt became twelve, but like in that I instance. just I, I I and I came out, and there was a there was yeah I was pleasantly surprised with how like legitimately giddy I got yeah. when all of the portals started opening and it's everyone everybody. just started like pouring out well, yeah and not even even before that there are so many moments like when Cap. Uh, gets um, oh God, uh, yeah. Mjolnir or whatever they call it. What's, uh, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. Mjolnir. At first I because was they like, tease Mjolnir is sentient. They tease at it in like, no. Ultron because he like nudges it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Thor even Thor says, I knew it. And like also... <laughs> but yeah, that, I, that end, I fucking love that. <laughs> that fight was awesome. Yeah. The, when he's just throwing the shield and the hammer, bouncing them about Yo-yoing the shit off of Thanos's. But then like Thanos is just like, nah, fuck this. And he just like beached the shit out of Cap. Yeah, he raw threes. Oh, I mean, Thanos... Yeah, I gotta say like past Thanos is like way more menacing and threatening than spin 
than future Thanos. Well, like pre- future Sorry, Thanos what? is a gardener and decapitated. He did have the Thanos copter. One thing I wish they had focused a little bit on was like kind of pointing out how bad Thanos's idea was, because like it already didn't make sense in Infinity War when you thought about it for half a second, <laughs> but like now both Thanos's plans make no sense it's from the old comics like he's it's not no, no, it's in the old comics, comics. He was trying to impress yeah he was not yeah oh yeah yeah he was trying to yeah was... no but like i i kind of got it like you know the original infinity war i, I guess the infinity war that wasn't infinity war 2 um <laughs> where it's like okay overpopulation sure gotta wipe it all out that seems extreme but whatever but then it's just like okay i'll just murder everybody and it's what? like what Wait, what? So even right away, like the Thanos from Infinity War, he's just like, I, you know, I snapped again to destroy the stones so that you can't undo it. It's like, okay, but like you understand the universe was at this population before. So it's I mean, gonna get to double yeah, this at some point. Thanos is obviously insane, and I and I noted something yeah. about how just insane he really is when rewatching. Well, real quick, and just to then finish it off, the past Thanos is then like, I am gonna destroy the universe and rebuild it from the beginning, and it's like, just make more food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just why? Just why do you have? Why do you have all life? Okay. Why do you? Double well, everything else. So yeah, yeah just make it all. It all sounds fine and dandy. But he like, learns traction before he. So like addition. back to just like how crazy. So like we Megan and I watched uh, the last half of Infinity War like right before we went to see. Um, oh man! Geez. So we like literally ended Infinity War. And we're like, okay, let's go to the theater. Um, so like when Thanos is on Vormir with Gamora and he's getting ready to sacrifice her and she grabs the dagger and tries mm-hmm. to kill herself, this just, like, so Thanos could have just made the, the dagger disappear, but he chose to have the bubbles. So, like, that just shows how <laughs> fucking crazy Thanos is. He could have just made it disappear with nothing and just been like, it disappeared, but he was like, no, bubbles have to come. <laughs> like, he was like, I'm, a, I'm about to kill my daughter but I need to, the bubbles have to be have on to the be same here. point when the Guardians of the Galaxy try to like attack her. It's like, well, I could kill this bug girl, but what if she was made out of ribbons? <laughs> 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 Speaking of insanity, can we talk about how it shows fucking Hawkeye from being a family man to going, I'm gonna murder literally everybody in the span of like maybe ten minutes? And then you're just like, Oh, let's let this guy back in. I'm sure he's well adjusted mentally to be able to handle the rigors of superheroes. He's specifically going after um crime. People criminal. he feels deserve to be uh, snapped. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought we had things like due process where just one guy doesn't get to be the judge and jury. Not How in the, the world of we know what those guys are I mean, doing. I understand your predisposition I mean, to like wanting, you know, due process and whatnot, but like half the universe is gone. I don't think like anybody's thinking about that. Uh, well, if we don't have that, let's murder everybody. Yeah, that's what was happening. Start over. Maybe he'll make yeah. due process. <laughs> There's less birds in the world. I'm angry. <laughs> I do like how that was like how we knew. It was like, hey, there's some more birds around. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Before I a missile blows convinced. up in his face, destroying those. <laughs> yeah, birds. I was convinced for a full minute that Ant Man was dead. <laughs> um, yeah. upon the rewatch, I paid attention to that scene. You do see him shrink, like as soon as, oh, yeah? as soon and that as, like explosion. No, like you see his like eyes, like he gets, he sees the thing coming, and then like as soon as it like hits the building, he is shrinking and like backing up. Yeah, but yeah, but how does getting smaller? <laughs> prevent I don't know have you ever damage like, from an have you ever seen an ant like f- jump off of your desk and it just lands fine it's like okay cool ants don't look yeah, like <laughs> it's not like a 50,000 foot drop it's true you know, like, I've never tried to explode you, an ant you, I don't know when you weigh literally way. nothing mass doesn't really affect you in the same way yeah, f- fire I does. will say I'm mad at myself for not guessing the um uh, black widow hawkeye thing earlier i thought they were gonna cop <laughs> out and like they both tumble off and then like the soul's like uh-huh well i'll give you the stone and you both get to live because you both <laughs> sacrificed yourself it was like no they doubled stones. down one of them died it was really powerful so that could have been well that i feel like that could have been more powerful but it just devolved into this like slapsticky i'm gonna try and die no I'm i audibly laughed when Hawkeye was just like explosion arrow. It's not arrow. the time that you're trying to like laugh. It should be like a powerful thing where they're both struggling to sacrifice themselves. But it's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't watch it the same way as you guys. I guess it felt very like <laughs> to the characters. Like it felt. Would Hawkeye have still gotten the stone? Yeah, Hawkeye if doesn't he, have and a would Hawkeye still have gotten the stone if he missed with the explosion? Actually, if you go if you go her? back and rewatch the 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 <laughs> Avengers movies, Hawkeye has a lot of character to him. I, the one movie. No, out of he's in Avengers and in uh, Ultron. Avengers two gives him a fair amount. <laughs> like they really build him up as like he's a family a, man he's and a whatnot. Staple for Avenger, that's for sure. Um. But it's just like, in my head, I kept questioning. It's just like, okay, so here's your plan. You have, you know, three locations on Earth, one on Asgard, and two in space. You have technically Asgard's in space, space. Well, yeah, but it's like you have two people (laughs) who have been to space. (laughs) Let's send the raccoon to Asgard and just send the two normal humans to space. It's just like I didn't understand why those two were the ones to go to Vormir, and because then now in retrospect, yeah. how it's would like, they get, oh yeah, how, obviously because one of them was gonna die. How would they get to Asgard? Thor's the only one who can travel there. Right. I mean, clearly he's not the only one. Well, he needs like the, Rocket went with him. Right, but he needs like he's the one who gets there. Yeah, he pro- he still has to use right. the Bifrost to is, get in. But my point is, Hawkeye could have gone with Thor. And Rocket could have gone to space. Yes, yes. With it went, I mean, like honestly, like it, it's all for I the plot. I wanted more Thor Rocket Raccoon interaction. So you will in Guardians Three, maybe. Goodness. I mean, that's definitely what they're going with. Yeah, the Asgardians of the galaxy. I do not understand what happened to past Gamora. She went off on her own. Like, um, Quill was trying to figure out if there was any signs of her. Like, at the end of it, he was, like, searching, like, databases and stuff to see if she had popped up anywhere. But she's obviously just, like, going off on her own. 
Right. It just seemed like they could have had like one scene actually yeah, establishing um, that instead of being so like, like yeah, you have to like read these. Things I did. In the I did talk a lot about like how much I love this movie. The two gripes that I do have. One was that Pascamora needed at least another two or three scenes of development. Like we have a lot of development with the Gamora that we know, but she's fucking dead. But like she makes her switch really quick. And like, I understand mm-hmm. that like, if you think about it, like the Gamora is kind of like, was teetering on the edge of switching already at the beginning of yeah. guardians yeah, but like that point yeah I, f- I i feel like as important as she is to the story she could have had like another scene or two and then on my other gripe is that like uh well and now i can kind of understand the fact that like maybe the hulk isn't so strong at, after losing after the snap but like i wanted like maybe the hulk to get another shot at thanos because like he gets his ass whooped but like he seemed like he but like at at this time but professor hulk isn't about fighting so yeah i do love that scene with him like smashing (laughs) that was pretty funny like he's just embarrassed Uh, Uh, it just (laughs) it feels egregious yeah like can i give no uh what were you gonna say brian i want to give the oh my god let's hear it Okay. This movie is three fucking hours long. Why is the title card saying five years later, 15 fucking seconds? Just flash (laughs) five years later. It's three fucking words. We don't need an hour to read it. This movie is already three fucking hours long, yet it takes a full minute for them to communicate five five years later years and so now you don't even know if it's it's now or or five years maybe or five years giraffe you don't know what the next word's gonna be it could have been yeah i don't know it could be anything but i I just like i was sitting there being like go fuck yourself Marvel. (laughs) like this is ridiculous (laughs) i will say i am incredibly disappointed with the underuse of captain marvel I well, don't they were, how they much she's she's felt MacGuffin, like she was dude. being just, built up. Like, she, did, she was so unnecessary, in a way. She's OP. Because I feel like everything... She's OP, so you had to send her away. She's just like a Super Saiyan. It's just like... Yeah. When she's coming in, <laughs> I, I, say, she, I, like, I think I like murmured to myself, and he's like, here comes Goku. Like... like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just flew in, blew up the ship, and then flew, she got, you know, had some... Cool I mean, she had a cool moment where she was, like, she was actually, like, stopping Thanos, because Thanos had the gauntlet on, and she was, like, yeah, stopping yeah. him from snapping for a while. But, like... Yeah, that was dope, She yeah. just gets, like, all... But, like, yeah, she I mean, literally, in the beginning of the movie, she's, like, she fucking, like, poochies out of there, like, I have to go. Other planets <laughs> need me. Smoochie-moochies. <laughs> 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 I didn't think of that. But I literally literally poochies the fuck out of there. I mean, I really like Captain Marvel, but I think part of that was they literally didn't have a script for Captain Marvel, so Definitely they couldn't not. give her anything. Yeah. So it's so as to contradict the movie, they hadn't yeah. yet written. I feel like I feel like there was a meeting at one point where like the Russo brothers are like, "Wait, so she's supposed to be in this movie now?" Oh shit. Yeah, just like oh my god, and then like they just start like flopping their pages back and like erasing things and like, (laughs) like just to be clear, I enjoyed Captain Marvel. It was a fine, entertaining movie, but it was very clear watching this movie that like they didn't have any fucking idea what Captain Marvel was going to be when they made this movie. Yeah, she has no lines whatsoever other than some standard Marvel quips. I need to go to space for me, buddy. Another thing that annoyed me about her was that it led. To a scene that they hadn't 
in Infinity War, but was like tripled down on in this, which is the like you know super empowered like girl power oh, yeah, moment. That's so obvious. Yeah. Which yeah, it just all the girl felt Marvel so heroes walking blatantly pandering. Teen Girl Squad. Because, like, we, Kara and I made a point about, like, mentioning it when we watched Infinity War again. And you have that moment where Okasi, the bald woman from Wakanda, mm-hmm. and Wanda, and uh, Black yeah, Widow. Yeah, they, they all have the cat fight. You know, yeah, they all team up to fight the female, yeah, <laughs> child of Thanos. And then you have this, where it's, like, literally every female character fucking like, shows yeah, up. Yeah, like, how did they all know... Like, can you do that on your own? She's not alone. Yeah. And then they all show up. But it's just like, none of you have any fucking relation to each other outside of your genitals. So, like, this feels so hard, like, pandering. Yeah. It's totally what it is. It's okay, though. Yeah. I mean, little girls are going to watch it, and they're going to fucking love that shit. So that's who it's for. It's not for yeah. you, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. But when <laughs> did Pepper Potts have time to sell her goop? Five that's years. <laughs> Yeah, you think they made all that money to live in that giant cabin off of Tony's inventions? (laughs) (laughs) It's all about the goop. (laughs) She just, you know, indulges his hobby to keep him happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, talking about fan service, this was, like, the ultimate comic book fan service, like... Everybody. They God, everybody. One of my favorite was when you get the elevator oh, scene yeah. and you're like, oh, He's, yeah, the fucking elevator scene from, you know, Captain America 2. And then it's like, no, it's a reference to the Hail Hydra comic. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like this movie at its core is like a love letter to the fans who've stuck with them, Definitely. which is yeah, fine. I mean, it makes a ton of sense. But, like, I just don't think that's a good movie. Like, it's fine as a... And I think it's just not intended to people like me who well, like, kind of come in and out of the series and I'm not diehard. But, like, as a movie, I think I like Infinity War better. Yeah. Like, I think oh, okay, I would, as yeah. a movie, as, like, a narrative structure... But if you want a Marvel super sense. boner... Yeah. Like, did, yeah. I mean, like... But, but like, just, comic like, books do movie, that, like, though. Like, in Infinity War, there's so many new comic things books you do see. That, like, though. part of the they fun... They have those, those issues oh, totally. where it's like, this is, this is what it means to be comics, and then all, all of a sudden they'll have issues where it's like, this is everybody you've ever seen doing everything cool you've ever wanted them to do. Yeah. But so, okay, since we, we've been talking about Game of Thrones as well, I think it's, like, a good contrast because they're both stories with, like, a lot of different characters. But I think the difference is, you know, in the comic book movies and the Marvel you know, cinematic universe, all these characters kind of have different stories and occasionally they come together. I mean, there, there are hints and Easter eggs in each one, mm-hmm. but like that ultimately, you know, they kind of go, you know, they come together and are bottled into a couple of different movies and they all flare out and do their own thing versus like game of Thrones where everybody's actions are affecting people everywhere else. Like mm-hmm. Danny's existence in season one, they're like, "Oh fuck, we better send people to go murder her," and then that leads to that her finding out about Jorah being a spy, and like you know, or like you know, Ned getting sent down to be the king's hand, and then you know he gets wrapped up and realizes, "Oh shit, Cersei and Jaime are the real parents," and then you know it starts. Everything kind of has actions and reactions versus the comic book movies, where like, yeah, in each movie there would be like one thing that plays off in the bigger story, but to me. That's just not as interesting. And so I guess it's a little frustrating to like have to see a movie where before 
you know, it was never really a narrative focus of everything to, that was building up to, you know, these crossover movies, probably with the notable exception of Captain America Civil War. It's that and the Avengers are the real, like, crossover ones. Mm. But, like, it feels like this was a movie that was designed for people who have spent a lot of fucking time watching and rewatching the movies, which is fine. I just don't think that's a good movie. I'm in a vacuum, maybe. I don't think it uh, keeps... I don't think it makes it impossible for it to be a good movie. I mean, I I guess when I say a good movie, I don't mean it's not enjoyable. But I just, like, what I said to Sud as we walked out of there, like, that was fun, and I enjoyed my time in it. I'm just not sure I'll ever watch it again. I I mean I definitely will, yeah. but I also I mean I already you know, have I've seen so. all of the Marvel movies most of them multiple times. Sure, and th- I think that's what I'm saying is like I think I'm just not the audience this shit's intended for. Get like, out of here! I... <laughs> but like not you know for something you. about it, like I have definitely watched Game of Thrones over and over, and I will continue to watch like shit like you know other movies that have a lot of intertwining stories, like say Harry, Harry Potter. I've watched the movies, read the books over and over again, uh, but. I just think in this case, something about it just kind of was like, man, I really had to know a lot to go in here. And like maybe maybe credit to them for having the guts to do a narrative thing where they're just saying, if you haven't seen these movies and you don't remember it, go fuck yourself. This isn't going to make a ton of sense. And maybe that's cool. The spinoffs of the Harry Potters are. No. Like if I didn't see any Harry Potters and I went in and watched Mythical Beast, would I have any idea what's going yeah, on? Yeah, you wouldn't. No, I yes. so I I <laughs> have did. a hot take on this. You would absolutely understand it. They're yeah. just not good movies. Let's yeah. no, that's because the, I mean, the Mythical Beast takes Potter. place like seventy years <laughs> yeah. before the Harry Potter films. Yeah, it's like you would get some callbacks to it, but the problem with the, the Fantastic Beast franchise is they just have no idea what they want to be, and the <laughs> yeah. movies are so contradictory, and even themselves don't really tell a clear story. But. I don't know. That's my take on it. I just think that it's an entertaining movie, but I don't, I just, I kind of think a movie should have, you know, it's like the, what is the the Greek poetics? There needs to be a narrative arc of there's a beginning, a middle and an end. And I just think in this, you're just kind of thrown in the middle of it. And even the ending, it's clear. It doesn't necessarily, because like, it's kind of like three, it's kind of like, well, if you take each kind of like, chunk of the movie like there's three acts in a way and each act has a beginning a middle and end but together as like a tech as like nine acts in a way if you think about it they don't all flow because they well they're all you know but i feel like because i like don't even really know what to say because it feels almost like you're eating a banana and getting mad that it's not an apple we're not even mad but just like you're (laughs) disappointed this is not what i expected (laughs) yeah but like and then (laughs) this isn't tart this isn't crunchy like Like, what is this bullshit to to like but like there's no other movie per se that's going to be kind of like like this because like it's it's trying to tie up so much and make so much callbacks and kind of like cover every base. And it does in a really impressive way. I think like this could have been a fucking trash fire. No, but here's the thing. I think this is the future of movies like Disney, not to get all political, but Disney just completed a deal where in effect they're going to own like 40 to 50% of every movie in theaters. Uh, Right. mm -hmm. And they just made one and a half billion dollars off of just this movie. Like, they're going to do this again and again and run it into the ground until it doesn't work I, anymore. I mean, like, like, 
I, I have a I have a hard time finding at least like superhero franchises getting to this level of like Oh, I think it just the Marvel stuff is just gonna be phase, you know, infinity. They're just gonna do what the comics do and just, you know, phase characters in and out. I mean, like, yeah, you know, I I think you're absolutely America, right I that think. they're just gonna keep going until it stops being profitable. But honestly, I uh maybe I am not convinced that they're going to make it to like infinity war two quote unquote, you know, Electric Boogaloo. infinity war two. Yeah. Electric like, Boogaloo. I, I don't know that they can keep this kind of hype going for another decade to put together a whole nother like saga especially or whatever they're no, calling it. Especially with no Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. They don't have, I don't like the actors they have coming into play are good and all, but like, we we are incredibly lucky to they have, have that star power. the amount yeah. of star power that they had, like making us care about these comic book characters. Like the f- other than Robert Downey Jr., who is a big star when they got into the was a big Marvel star. Universe. Scarlett yeah, Johansson, had, had Scar- yeah, Scarlett Johansson, um, Benedict Cumberbatch. She had been in what? Lost in Translation. Um, Okay, Benedict Cumberbatch came in when yeah. it was already huge, but that that's fair. I mean, Chris Evans uh, was. I mean, Mark before, Ruffalo for Avengers. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo was pretty big. He almost won an Oscar like the year before they brought him in. Was he was in that um um something about uh, the kids aren't all right Mary. or something? Um, it's a movie about well, I can't go. even remember. I mean the big the big movie Scarlett Johansson is in before uh, before Avengers are uh, Girl with a Pearl Earring Lost in Translation. I mean she was still like and then she has like some popular Allen you know, Hollywood name. <laughs> no, but like Buzz. Robert Downey Jr. was and let's be real, Robert Downey Jr. like this is kind of what rehabilitated him because before that he was just kind of a fuck yeah. up alcoholic. Yeah, and then he got to play. And so one. like they could do that again. Like, just find an act who's down on his luck and be like, hey, we're going to sign you to one of these awful Disney contracts that forces you to be in, this, <laughs> like, the same movie franchises for 10 I fucking mean, movies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think they're beyond revitalizing careers. They're like, fuck it, we're going to, you know, because uh, I, I am sure I'm going to embarrass myself by saying that, like, Chadwick Boseman hadn't really done a ton before really being able to blow up as Black Panther. You didn't like him as Jackie Robinson? Just to make everybody happy to be white? <laughs> I don't uh, even know yeah, what no, you're I mean, referencing. He, what? I, I don't even know what you're referencing. <laughs> he oh doesn't even God. know who Jackie yeah, Robinson no. is. Okay. <laughs> Jackie Robinson was the movie he was in. Well, he was the character Jackie Robinson in the movie. about Baseball Man, player. right? There you go. There you go. You got you it. Know. He was also in the James Brown and Thurgood Marshall yeah. biopics. Don't tell me if you yeah, don't know Yeah, but he wasn't Marshall saying is, Wakanda forever. Um, but no, so I think... Oh, shit, he was in Draft Day? Wow, I did not remember that. Um, what a terrible movie. I just... I don't know. I think this formula is repeatable, and I just am concerned that this is the future of movies. Well, let me just stop watching Like, movies. it's going to be... Well, it's going to be, like, Netflix, like, algorithms... Versus, like, let's just come up with these huge narrative. There's plenty of older movies you know. that are good. That I, I would seen. be more worried about that if it worked for literally anyone except Marvel. <laughs> so far, it has yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Um, 
it, I mean, Disney's buying everything, and we have no antitrust laws enforced in this country, <laughs> so give it, like, five years, and Disney will even own the movie theaters, too. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> fair. Any final thoughts? Ben, did you Spider-Man have any gripes? Spider-Man kill mode was awesome. How many, how many Bens did you give in, um, uh, Endgame? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, solid nine Bens. Brian, how many Brians is it? Uh, no scale, six Bryans. I mean, the scale is from one <laughs> to ten, so... No, 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 no. There are no scales. <laughs> you can interpret that how you want. Six. Was, like, it was a fun movie, but it was just oh. six Bryans. How many Bryans is that out of? Who knows? Okay, well... well. Are there other people involved? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, who knows? Yeah, there could be a Ben there, there could be a Kevin. Six could Bryans be Matt, could be and a Dark two Horse Kevin. Suns. <laughs> we're gonna get some awesome Kevin how many Kevins we got I give it 8 out of 10 Kevins yeah um my, after my first viewing I was sitting at an 8 my second viewing brought me to a 9 um oh, what what amped it up I don't know like viewing? um I was able to pay attention it's just seeing Spider-Man more <laughs> the, um, no we already gave yeah. ratings we're not getting back into another yeah. discussion <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Quick, Ben, oh, how many okay. Bens for Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode oh, 3? Oh, jeez. The Long Night. Uh, uh, I'm going to give it... So I'm going to give it five Bens and a crying Sam in a pile of corpses. <laughs> All right, Matt, how many Matts? Man, this, this episode was really crazy. I, ha- I, have, I have a really hard time. I'm kind of floating around like six and seven just because like... It, it just seemed like they had so many fake deaths that it got like so um it felt like i was being abused at some point like do i really have to think <laughs> do i really have to think i just saw brianne die again <laughs> yeah i give it i give game of thrones eight paul rudds out of ten that is so charming i know he's delightful <laughs> just great yeah all right, and I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm giving it two out of ten, Kevin's. Oh, that's I'm not we, trying to be a well, dick. I mean, no, to be honest, Kevin, we know it was you've be checked low. out a Game of Thrones a while ago. It's just Kevin you're, and I mean, Kevin literally are just frowning. watching it to see how angry it makes you. <laughs> you're hate watching it. I, I'm just finishing it off. Like literally, if if I did not know there were three episodes left, I would have. This would be it. Like this is the kind of shit that made me stop watching. It, can it can it redeem dead. itself? I think it can. I don't think it will. When you were arguing for more episodes to make it longer and to stretch it out, would, was that just an excuse so you could stop watching it? No, it's just if they add ten more episodes, I can stop. About their lack of time. <laughs> no, I think, I think that what's ultimately going to happen is the show's going to end. And then immediately George R. R. Martin's gonna you, die. You're never gonna, gonna get like, the well, book, and this is like your out. monkey paw. Oh no, we're oh, no. yeah, like at Kevin. least we got no. at least we got the show. That's how I'm <laughs> looking at it. Because I think honestly, if the if George R. R. Martin does finish the books, like I think it will hit the same high notes. I imagine his battles will be a lot weirder and different, <laughs> which I'm excited about because his battle scenes are always like bizarre. And descriptive and I really feasts. Enjoy them. I want to read about the zombies feasting yeah, on the delicacies. <laughs> I like the nightmare scenario I saw one person describe where 
after the final episodes airs, they will announce that both Winds of Winter and Dream of Spring are out, and they're just novelizations of season seven and eight. <laughs> <laughs>